the volume. NFL fans, it's time to unwrap nonstop football action. This holiday season, throw down on big matchups with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just five bucks on any NFL and score 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets. Download DraftKings Sportsbook now with code Shannon. New customers can bet $5 on any NFL action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Shannon. The crown is yours. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to another episode of Nightcap Basketball Edition. I'm your favorite sports uncle, Shannon Sharp. He's your favorite number zero. He's also the greatest Arizona Wildcat hoop player in the history of the program. The man once dropped. He did drop 60 in a game against the Lakers. Gil, Agent Zero Arenas. Gil, what's going on, bro? Hey, man, who you been talking to? Hey, hey. there's only a a small few people who who think I'm the best Arizona player ever. Well, I... Been doing your research. (laughs) Please make sure y'all subscribe to the Nightcap podcast feed. You can subscribe to the Nightcap podcast feed. We have our own feed, Nightcap, but you can also grab it through the Club Shay Shay Mix. Uh, Just as long as you grab it, but grab it through the Nightcast, Nightcap podcast feed, but it's also available through the Club Shay Shay. We're still looking at the numbers. A bunch of y'all still listening through the Club Shay Shay feed. That's okay, but we really prefer you guys subscribe to the night uh, the Nightcap edition. You can also like and subscribe to Gil Arena's Gil's Arena channel on YouTube. The show airs Monday through Thursday live at 11.30 a.m. Pacific time. That's 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. 11.30 a.m. Pacific, 2.30 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you check out Gil. He has some very interesting takes. He and his uh, cast 
We've also pinned Shea by Laportier link at the top of the chat. New Year's right around the corner. Then Valentine's Day, then President Day. So make sure you go out and support your favorite aunt. Grab yourself a bottle for you or someone you love. So thank you, guys. Gil, let's get right into it. Luke and the Mavs collapse in the fourth quarter, lose against the Cavs 113 to 110. The Cavs overcame a 20 point deficit, outscored the uh, Mavericks 31 20 in the fourth quarter. No Donovan Mitchell, no Darius Garland, no Evan Moe. Karis mm. Levert, 29 points and a gutsy late three for the lead. Jared Allen had 24 points, 23 rebounds. I guess he was responding to Andre Drummond's 24 and 25 <laughs> against the Hawks yesterday. Luca, 39 7 and 6, was not enough. Kind of what did you take away from this ball game? It's it's usually your bench. You know, Dallas is they have one superstar. This reminds me of Jordan when he came into the league, right? You know, right. Luca's so good where we think that, you know, Dallas Maverick is a contender. They're good. <laughs> yeah. No, he's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're not good. Right. Um, you know, your third best player, which is your second best player now, comes off the bench, right? It, it lets you know where the team is. Um, and you know, he was just outmatched, you know, it's basically him versus, you know, Cleveland five now, which is embarrassing because, you know, without the no Donovan Mitchell, no Darius Garland, no Evan Mobley. So the Cavs are down three starters. You can't lose that game on your home court, especially being up by 20 Gil. Yeah. But you know, when you, when you have players like Levert coming off the bench, where he was a big factor in this game, where he came off with 29 off the bench, right? You know, he was a big, big key when um, Brooklyn was, when when he was with Brooklyn, right? When yes. he was them. So, you know, he can play, and that's what's coming off the bench. So you got guys that steps up that you normally don't count on, but that's what having deep rosters is like. So when you do need players like that, they can really, you know, count for one game. So, you right. know, it's just, it's just one of those games where, you know, um, Dallas got... A little, a little overzealous, as you can say. Yeah, and when you look at it, I'm looking at this ball game, and I'm saying, okay, Hardaway Jr. is is a nice player. You mm-hmm. got Dante Exum, who's been playing well. Uh, Grant Williams, who you signed in free agency. I just don't know how you you get up by that many and just blow the game. I mean, they basically blew that ball game. They had a 20-point lead. And maybe, and I don't know, maybe you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I know sometimes we have a propensity to relax if a team, I know in football, oh, they ain't got their starting quarterback. They're down their starting running back. They're down their starting receiver or their best this or their best that. And sometimes you find yourself, you take that for granted. Mm-hmm. But normally you don't see that happen in football. A team get a 14, 17-point lead without a team's best players and the other team that doesn't have those best players come back and win. Now, we see this. A 20-point lead in today's game is not the same as a 20-point lead 20 years ago, Gil, 30 years ago. Facts, facts, facts. Because the guys can shoot the three balls so much better. Mm -hmm. Because I don't remember, I mean, when I was growing up, I don't remember got teams coming back from 26 and 28 points in a ball game. Because normally, that okay, it's time to watch something else. It's time to do something else. We're going to go outside and, and play ball on our own. Y'all down by 26, 28. But the way they shoot the three ball, a couple of threes, a couple of turnovers, and the next thing you know, a 28-point lead is 18. And then they go on another spurt, another 10-0 run. And so now an 18-0 run, and now you're down 10 when you're just down 28. But uh, Seth Curry uh, played a good game. He had 19 points. Luca, uh, as I mentioned, had 39 Dante Exum had 13, Derrick Jones had 12, uh, and uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. had 14. 
But you look at uh, uh, Cleveland, uh, Isaac uh, Okoru had 22. Jared Allen, 24 and 23, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Karis LeVert had 29. Uh, George uh, Niang, 16. Ah, you got to win that one, though, Gil. You got to. Well, those are the ones that you uh, you kick yourself, you know, in the ass later because you let this, you know, get away from you. Um, with that being said, what gets you in the leads is also what takes you out, right? Th- yeah. Because this is a three-point shooting league now, mm-hmm. you can go up by 20 and you can go down by 20. <laughs> you shoot four or five straight threes, bricks them, and then they make three or four or five, right? You just cut that lead down. And that's right. that's what's happening in today's game where there's no lead that's safe because when you're up, you're not going to get twos and get to the free throw line. No, 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 no. You're trying to, you're trying to add The all. same method that got you back. There's one thing that I have a problem with is this. Everyone shouldn't shoot the goddamn ball. <laughs> right? I know we need to put up, you know, a certain amount of threes, but not you. Not you. <laughs> not, not you. Because when we're up 20, everybody else feels like they can shoot. This is my time yeah. to shoot. Like, right. no, no, it's not your time to shoot. But Gil, have you ever seen a situation where all of a sudden the team is hot and everybody, and you see this a lot in mop-up duty. A team is like up by 20 with like two minutes to go in the ball game. And all of a sudden they call timeout and they sub everybody out. And even the backups come in and mm-hmm. they launch them and they're going in. Now you put them guys in, in a regular meaningful game and they can't buy a basket. But seemingly when they're up by 20, everybody, no one can miss a shot. And I think the thing is what you're t- alluding to is that all of a sudden everybody, if they feeling good, they making threes. Hey, let me, let me try one. Mm-hmm. No, bro, bro. You need another but two. Actually, you need dunks and putbacks. You don't need anything outside the paint. Yeah, no, yeah. When you when you a bench player, the game's down. You down by twenty. You up by twenty. That is the perfect scenario for it because you have no pressure on you. So you just right. get to go out there and just shoot how you want to shoot. That's that's uh, that's like practice for you, right. right? You just get to throw up shots, and sometimes that that costs you. You know, when a team still has their starters in. Yeah. Yes. So the Mavericks lose, uh, they collapse to the Cavs, lose 113-110 after being up by 20 points. Uh, the Cavs outscore them by 11 in the fourth quarter to take a 113-110 victory. The Thunder beat the Knicks 129-120. The explicit duo of Shea Gilgis, Alexander, and Jalen Williams combined for 72 points. Uh, Shea Gilgis had 36-8-7. Jalen Williams, I think everybody names Williams in the state of Oklahoma play for the Thunder. He had 36 on 5 of 5, 3, 76% field goal. He was 13 of 17. Chet Holmgren had 22. And the Thunder now moved to 20 and 9. I like the Thunder, Gil. I like them. Yeah, I, I do too, but they're young, right? Yes. They're going to give you those days where, you know, they're going to be clicking because, you know, your best player, Shea, he has it, right? He understands yes. the game. He's dominating the game right now. He, uh, for the last three, four, five years, he's been shown that he is a superstar. So yes. with him leading the charge, it's easier for everybody else to just chip in here and there. So they have great players around Shea that can just do what they do and don't have to worry about the heavy lifting. Yeah. Uh, he. I mean, man, I love Shea. I mean, he has a, he has a, a tremendous pull step back. Mm-hmm. He can get to the rack. He can finish with either hands. He's a little bit more explosive because you think he's going to lay it up and he will flush it on you. He got a nice little three game. That's not in his arsenal, but he can get hot mm-hmm. and hit the three. Uh, as you mentioned, Williams, I saw him against the Lakers a couple of, uh, a couple of days ago. Even though the Lakers won, he can stroke it from three. 
He can really shoot the ball from outside. Uh, Chet Holmgren, he's up and coming. He needs to add about 10 pounds to that frame. But what I like about him, he ain't just jacking up threes. Mm -hmm. He'll try to put the ball on the floor and try to get to the rim. He'll try to poke it on you. And he's challenging everything. You might flush on him, but he's going to block two or three shots. He's going to alter two or three shots. So he's going to impact the game from a on a defensive from a defensive perspective for about ten points because he's going to block two or three of your shots. Mm-hmm. He's going to alter two or three of your shots, and maybe he'll make the time of possession run out on a few of your shots. So he's going to account for 10, 10 points. Mm-hmm. That's why they're so good defensively, even though they are young. Um, but I I like this team. They can get up and down. They can play a lot of different styles. They got young guys. And when you know young guys, you don't know any better. You yeah. don't know anything about mm-hmm. being tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love Shea Gilgis Alexander. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe Kawhi went a little bit too fast. Because wh- how do you think the Clippers, and we, we're going to continue on with this, but how do you think the Clippers would look with Shea Gilgis and Kawhi? I would be I mean, better than Paul. See that that's <laughs> now you you see why like you know you you question that upper management like what what did you see when did you see you know I guess they were trying to win right now and you know it was more of a package deal for Kawhi Kawhi wanted PG there yeah, yeah he wanted it because this guy. I heard Doc I heard Doc was talking and he tried to explain it he's like you need to give this guy a year. Mm-hmm. He's like, why he's really good. And he said, well, if you don't get me PG, I'm going to go to the team across the hallway. Yeah. And they could ill afford to have that because mm-hmm. that would have been a death sentence for the Clippers. You cannot have LeBron, AD, and Kawhi across the hall, and then all you have is what you've got. Yeah. So I understand they had to make the move, and they gave up a king's ransom to get PG. Mm-hmm. But when you look at it, and you look at it player for player right now, Shake Hill just is a better player than PG. And he has been for the last couple of years. Shame. I mean, to be honest, he might be a better player than both of them right now. You might be right. He might be, you know, you know, you he might be right. He, like he is. I won't fight you. I won't debate you about yeah, it. I, I, I'm one of those two. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it can go either way at this point. But, you know, he's steady. He's humble. He trains. He's work. I mean, every summer he comes back. He He's added something to his game. Yes. Um, and, you know, Clippers is going to always kick themselves, you know, in the butt when they look back at some of the trades they made versus what they have now. Um, but, you know, just like anything, you're, you're always trying to move pieces to get um, better pieces when you don't know right. that what's fool's gold and what's real gold. What's that gym, you know, what's that gym hiding in the hay? You know, one of those and he right. those type of players. Right. Um, you look at uh, the Knicks. R.J. Barrett gave him 14. Julius Randle gave him 25. Uh, DiVincenzo gave him 17. Jalen Brunson was 24. Uh, quickly was 22. But they let they let the Thunder shoot a very high percentage. And Thibodeau team is normally known for defense, but it seemingly the the Thunder were able to get whatever they wanted. Now it's and look. It's very difficult, I mean, to try to say, okay, we're going to – I understand you got Josh Hart, and I understand R.J. Barrett and DiVincenzo, but ain't nobody ain't nobody stopping uh, 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 Shea from getting where he wants to go. He's mm-hmm. going to get his shot because you try to beat him to the punch, and now he's going to pull back and shoot that little 12-foot, 14-foot shot, and he's going to swish it. And then all of a sudden, you think he's going to pull back, he pulled heavy, and now he's landing up off the glass, or he's landing up either way, left-handed or right-handed, uh, in the cup. So. And if they're going to shoot it like this, if they're going to shoot the ball like this, they got, look, Chet, as I said, Chet's going to challenge everything. You got Lou Dort, who's a quality defender. 
mm-hmm. uh, who can get hot and shoot the ball from three. And they got guys that can shoot the ball from three. I mean, when you look at this team, uh, Jalen Williams can shoot it from three. Kendrick, uh, he's more of a, a down low player, but he can get hot. Jalen Williams, well, J-A-L-E-N and J-Y-L-I-N. <laughs> like I said, everybody named Williams in Oklahoma plays for the Thunder. But they got a nice young a, a nice young basketball team. Isaiah, Isaiah Joe, he can shoot the three ball because I remember him last year when I was at the game in which LeBron passed Kareem. And every time the Lakers make a run, one of these Williams or Isaiah Joe would make a three to quell that run. So uh, I was really impressed with the Thunder, and I think they're only going to get better. Uh, Josh Giddey, um, he's not having the season because he normally by now probably have what two or three triple doubles. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they, I think with him, you know, besides the off the court, you know, situation that's that, mm-hmm. that's you know looming around him, I think with Chet there, um, it takes the ball out of his hand more. Yes. Right. And with, with Shea being more dominant, you don't you don't need Giddy. Right. He's a movable piece at this point. You don't need him. Yes. His, his upside has dropped very, very drastically. Um, yes. The, the the Knicks squad, I, I'm never gonna be impressed with them. It reminds they me they small. Um you like Thibodeau, you you have two guys that's playing 30 plus minutes scoring four and four and two. Four and four. Like, what is the point of them being on the court yeah. when someone's averaging 20, 30 points? Yeah. Josh Hart had 30, played 34 minutes and he gave you four points. Yeah, that, that, that's wasted minutes. Wasted minutes. You you have uh, Isaiah. Was it Isaiah? Hardenstein? Yeah. But he's your center because, you know, the big guy went out. I mean, because they're already an undersized team. If you look at them, Hardenstein now is their largest player. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got to play a big because you got Julius Randle. And you know, obviously, Randle's got to play R.J. Barrett. They're decent size. But when you look at it, I mean, they're not a big team. That's why I don't think they can do anything in the East because everybody else is ginormous. You look at Boston has great side with Przingas, mm-hmm. uh, 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 J.T. and J.B. Um, they have great size with them. We know Milwaukee has trees yep. mm-hmm. with Giannis and, and, and Bobby Porters and Brooke Lopez. And we... Joel Embiid. Yeah. And they come with not, and they come with, uh, I think it's Reed. Who's, who's the backup center? I ain't, ta- I, I ain't talking about Mo Bamba. I ain't talking about him. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not talking about him. But, but they got big guys that can back you down. And I don't know who can deal with, who can actually, in a seven game series for the Knicks, I know they can win one game because mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson can get hot and yeah. give you, give you 50. Uh, we've seen Julius Randle. He can get hot and he give you 30 and he can give you 30, 40 and 15. But in a four game to win four games against Milwaukee or Boston or Philly, I don't believe they can do it. Do you think they can win a series against one of those three teams? No, not not those teams. The only team they can beat, and I said it last year, the only team y'all can beat here is playing against Cavs, and that's who they got. Right. You know, Cavs right. or Toronto. You can beat one of those teams with a, with a player like Brunson. You know, once you start getting to that that second round and you start going against them Giants, it's really hard to win yeah. with that lineup. Um, I mean, your best, most dominant player is small. Becky Hammond said it right. They don't have a 1A player. They don't. Um, no. Brunson is a great, great second player or third or coming off the bench as that that it guy, right? right. Um, he's solid. It's hard for small guys to win a title, Gil. I mean, you look at the history of the game as lead dogs, it's been Steph Curry and it's been Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. I, I And now, don't, don't take anything away from uh, AI. 
Chuck was outstanding. Mm-hmm. And he put up big numbers, led the league in scoring. Obviously, we know what he is. He was a, he was a historic player. But to win a championship, man, like I said, you got to be Steph Curry, who we know is transcendent, mm-hmm. and Isaiah. Those are only, I'm telling you, when I say small, and I guess Steph Curry, what'd you say, Steph, is 6'2", 6'2 six, six, and a half? 6'3 and a half. Yeah. Isaiah is 6'1". Mm-hmm. But when you start talking about, is Brunson, is Brunson six foot? With, with with shoes on, he's six two. He made it. <laughs> so when you when you talk when we talk about small, now we know the big guards. Mm-hmm. We know I, we know uh, uh, Magic, and we know Jordan mm-hmm. guys of that. But man, for them for them little guards, man, you're asking an awful lot. It, it's a it's an awful lot because if that's your best player, it's hard. and it's not like he's athletic mm-hmm. or, or like he's he's long. Right. right, you know where he can make up some of the 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 height, lack of size. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's he's small, stubby, compact. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like he's not a Chauncey Billups, but if you put him with like LeBron, great. If you put him with Boston, great. When he's the best player on a team, you really don't have a chance because he has to do so much being limited, and he's very right. limited at his size. I mean, right. I compared him to IT, and to be honest, I'm pretty sure IT is offended because IT was a two-time All-Star, averaging 29. And right. Like, Don't compare me to dude. <laughs> he ain't even on right. my level. Right. Right. Um, but 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 that's just the case. When you're small, like Iverson, you gotta average 32, 33, 24. I can get that from any guard. I can get right. that from any guard. But what he does bring is he brings leadership and knowing how to get a great bucket in the last five minutes of the game. Yeah, he's sensational with that. So OKC wins that ball game 129, 129-120. One, the Sixers beat the Magic, minus Joel Embiid, 112 to 92. Sixers uh, first win without Embiid this season in five tries. Um, Philly takes 17 more shots than Orlando. Tyrese Maxey had 23 points to lead them. DeAnthony Melton stepped up tonight. He had 22, 8 of 13 field goals. He was plus 24. Tyrese Maxey. Credits James Harden for helping him develop into an all NBA caliber uh, talent. First, let's get to the Sixers beat the Magic without Joel Embiid, and then we can address Tyrese Maxey comments. Credit flowers for James Harden. What 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 are you like? Minus Joel, obviously we know what Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. He's averaging thirty five points a game. He's giving you 10, 11 rebounds a game. Now he's giving you four, or five, five or six assists a game. So now he's com- the complete package, mm-hmm. and he's a dominant force on the defensive end. So he's giving you thirty five. He's assisting on six. So we assume that at least two of those are going to be three. Yeah. So now he's basically giving you about forty five to fifty points a night you know? with his points and assists. Mm-hmm. So you know you got that. You know, you see Tyrese Maxey blossoming, growing right in front of our eyes. He can He's giving you 25 to 30 on a nightly basis. And some nights he can give you 35, 40. Yeah. What do you like? What do you like most about the Sixers? That, that, without him be they're, they're way better than Orlando. Orlando's young, right? You know, yes. up and coming, they're a young team. So, you know, you, you expected, you know, Sixers to win this, right? You got, you still got Harris over there. You still got Oubre. You got solid veteran guys who know how to play this game, right? You would expect like Maxi to come out and try to score 40 tonight, right? right. Because MB's not here like, oh, I get to get off. But the way the game is being played, he realized that he still manages the game, you know, Embiid is not going to get this ball, but Ubre can get some shots. Um, 
You have Harrison get some shots. Milton get right. some shots. So he still did his job as a point guard, you know, getting the team involved. When right. usually a young a young guard would try to make up the point difference for his star center. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's really he's really good. He's 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 going to get the max contract. And I think the max contract this year, especially, he's going to be. I think he's going to make the All Star team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now he has another bargaining chip in it. So whatever the max was last year, I'm assuming it's gone up a little bit. Five percent. There's a five percent inflation tax yeah, on yeah, this yeah. year's uh, uh, max contract number. But I like Tyrese Maxey. He said he credited James Harden with helping him develop into an All NBA player. What's he saying for our for our lay people at home? What is he saying? Yes. See, people don't realize how great James Harden was at putting that ball in that basket. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I think we, the last two years, we judged him on outside things and not realize what he was very skilled at. Right. You know, you, you, you got to go back to that 2018, 2019 um, season where he averaged, what, 36? Um, out of the last 61 games, he scored 30 plus, 46 of those games. Out of 61 games, he scored 40, he scored 30 or more 46 times. 30 or more all 61 times. That's a different breed of a score. So if I'm Maxi, I'm soaking up everything. I don't care where he's at right now. I know what's here. And I want to train with you. I want to pick your brain. I want to know what you know. Because this type of level of scoring, there's only really two other guards that really, this Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, who went on runs like this. Yes, yeah. Where you're talking about out of the last 61 games of the season, 20 or more, all 61. That's impressive. Yes. And I think the thing is, what, what we remember James Harden at his absolute apex mm-hmm. in Houston. Mm-hmm. And we and he turned himself in more of a facilitator at Brooklyn. So mm-hmm. we didn't see that 50, that 50 point triple double. We didn't see the 60 point triple doubles. We saw a guy somewhere in the mid-20s giving you a triple double. And if KD was out, he took the onus, he could score more. If Kyrie was out, he could take the off onus and score even more. Mm-hmm. But normally when one of those other guys were out, it was great because he understood, yes, I can get my shot, but I need to get these other guys involved. When he be- when he went to Philly, he even became more of a facilitator leading the NBA in assists last year because of Joel Embiid. It's hard. I don't see a situation where you shouldn't lead the NBA in assists <laughs> if you got Joel Embiid to dump it down to because mm-hmm. you know he's going to give you 30 a night anyway. Some most of the, a lot of those going to come from the foul line. But when I look at when when you look at guy and that's what I said as a veteran player, mm-hmm. give that knowledge because yeah. a lot of times, Gil, man, he ain't taking my job. I ain't helping it. Facts, facts. And we we see this uh, uh, chat with a lot of times in the in in, in the NFL with the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. It's not my job to get him ready. Yep. It's not my job to help him. It's almost like, bro, if you securing yourself, he can't beat you out for the job yeah. if you are what you believe he is. Pass the information on. It'll serve you well. What good is all that information to hoard it? Spread it. Yeah. But I, I love Tyrese Maxey, and I love the fact that he gave James Harden. Since James Harden is the reason. I'm watching him. And you should. You yeah. should You should be able to, to get better by being on the same court, by practicing with, picking his brain, watching what he does, see how he breaks down a defense, how he orchestrates and leads, excuse me, how he breaks down a defense, how he leads an offense. Yeah. You should get better. Mm-hmm. 
You should, but everybody don't, right? Because yeah. everybody want to get better? No. <laughs> Everyone ain't built for the same altitude. Right. Right. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's usually the most frustrating part where you have someone like a James Harden who he's he's an eagle. Right. Right. And playing with some pigeons and mm-hmm. he's trying to get them to. His altitude, knowing that if they right. get up there, they're going to die. Right. Right. So right. now he has to come down and play pigeon basketball while getting killed by the media for playing pigeon basketball. Right. And then that's where you have this fine line between being selfish and being a team player where I can average 36 on this team. They trash. But if I make the right plays and pass these guys at the ball, they're not capable of it. So should I average 22, 11 assists and we lose so I can prove that this team sucks? Or do I just average 36 points and you just keep calling me selfish? That is a big thing in the NBA. Okay. That is a big fight in the NBA with the star player. When when the pressure from the outside is like, why he ain't Pat? Why he ain't do? Why? Because my team ain't good. They right. not. They can't step up to this level. They don't want to work. Like I, I I worked out three times a day, every day when I got to Washington. I seen in my years, Karan was the most consistent. Larry Hughes a few times, Antoine Jameson a few times. That's it. In my, in my, in, 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 in my extra work. So when I come in at nine o'clock and at night, 11 o'clock at night, one in the morning, I only seen a few players out of my whole career. Everybody don't want it. Then you can't, they make, say, you can't make them. And see, that's what, that's what people don't understand. There's a price to be paid for greatness. Mm-hmm. And if you're not willing to pay that price, you don't deserve to be great. I don't care how much you talk about it. Because, see, professional sports, the one thing that you can't talk your way in or out. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to, you have to prove it. Yep. The proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. So you telling me all this, what you're doing, I don't see it manifesting itself. Because I'm a firm believer, Gil, that if you work, I don't care what it is, if you work at something, you will get incrementally better. I'm not going to say you're going to be, if, if you if you finger paint, I'm not going to say you're going to be Picasso. I'm not going to say you're going to be, you know, Da Vinci or Michelangelo. I'm not saying that, but you will get better. Yes. Even if it's marginally. This is what I said about Ben Simmons. I didn't see any improvement from Ben Simmons from his rookie year to his fifth year. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, man, you, you, you don't know. I said, I'm telling you, there's no possible way that this man can be putting in the time that he says he's putting in, and I don't see any improvement. You know what's so funny? He is one of those rare cases, Unc. I've watched him three summers. I've watched him three summers. And what I'm watching is a superstar basketball player, right? I'm mm-hmm. Like, I'm sitting here. He can shoot the ball. He can. He's coming downhill, right? He's dominating these other superstars. They were scared of this man every summer because he's going to pick up full court. You know, you know, in the summer you're trying to be. Yeah. He's picking right. up full court and he's coming right. at you. Depth perception is a real thing. A lot of a lot of shooters, a lot of guys that can't shoot is because they've been practicing in these small gyms. Mm-hmm. And then when they get to that arena, they can't eye gouge that that damn rim. Wow. When he plays in the game, he don't shoot the ball because 
I don't think he he knows that distance. I've I've watched this man is like, why don't you shoot the ball in the game, right? Like your foot, every, the mechanics is great, and I think that 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 rim. That bat, that the, you know, you know, in practice, there's there's that wall right there. The, the, exactly. Yeah. Open. It's open space in that arena. So I always made it a stance myself to the night before. I'm gonna get in that rim. I'm gonna get in that that. Uh, if there was no hockey game, I'm I'm gonna get on the main court and get some shots up. You got you got to practice in that arena. You can't practice in these small gyms and then get to the arena and think your shot is that. And I think that you know, there's there's a couple things with that, and I think he just. When he gets to that game, I think he just freezes up. He's scared to make mistakes. Yeah, I, that, that's that's a lot of it because we saw that in the, in the game seven against Atlanta when they had that lead. You see, the thing is, Gail, I can teach you to I can teach you to swim if you're not afraid of the water. Mm-hmm. See, I can't teach you to shoot if you're afraid to miss it. See, it's not that he can't shoot; he's mm-hmm. afraid to shoot. Mm-hmm. That's two. That's two different things. Yeah. Not being able to swim and being afraid of the water are two different things because you're afraid. Well, he was afraid. That's why he didn't shoot. That's why. And I remember saying it. I said, and Doc, I remember me, Doc said, anybody that doesn't think that we're going to play, that we're going to take Ben Simmons out and we're not going to play him in the fourth quarter, they don't know basketball. I said, Doc, it's going to come a time you're going to have no choice. Mm -hmm. I said, because he's a liability. I said, because if the team is down by 10, and it's oh, uh, 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 outside of two minutes. Oh, I'm filing him every day. Every trip down the court, I'm going to file him. Y'all are not going to get that ball to Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. And that's what Atlanta did and got back into the game every single time. And then when it came time, he had a dunk and he passed it. Mm-hmm. When the mental, when you're, when you're mentally not comfortable, it shows at the worst time in games. Yes. Right. Um, I, I remember when, like, when I came back off an of injury and I my free throws wasn't on. Right now, because my free throws is not where they're supposed to be, I'm scared to drive because you might get fired. I don't want to get hit, so I don't have to shoot that free throw. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Right. right now I'm I'm driving not to get fouled because so I don't have to go to the free throw line. Right. So when you start looking at the game, once that once that player gets into his own mind, there's nothing a coach can do. There's nothing an opponent to do. He's already beating himself up. Right. Right. Um, like there was times where when I was on my free throws, I I, I talked to myself, cash money, baby, none but net. Cash money, baby. Like I had to talk myself into everything I'm doing. Cash money buckets. Like it, it's a it's a thing that when you're on that court, you miss ten straight shots. If you're not self confident, you're gonna miss another ten. That's when you start wide open layup. You miss it, or you got right. you got a layup and you finally get your point. Your, your teammate goal tended. Everything starts going wrong. Right, <laughs> you free throw and go in. Uh, somebody uh, free throw violation, right? Right. Everything just starts going wrong, and it just keeps you down that spiral. And you just right. got to be you. You got to be self aware to get yourself out of it. And I don't think yeah, I think this was at that moment. Yeah. I, I agree. I think the number one thing, Gil, is this is what I tell a lot of people, and whether it's sports or life, don't you become an opponent? Because yeah. a lot of times we can become our own opponent. Yeah. And that's even that's even more lethal than the opponent for the opposing team. Yeah. It's us. We create an opponent mm-hmm. that we cannot beat. 
in thyself. And so what, what, what Ben has done, he's created an opponent mm-hmm. that he cannot beat. And until, until he defeats that opponent, here we are. And, and, and the sad part is, I've always said it, like, if I was a coach and I know this player is struggling, I know this player will sacrifice his scoring for the betterment of the team. Right. And, and as a coach, I'm like, I'm sorry, but F these teams, F them. Do you, right? I need you to go out there and please try to give me 50. I want to see it. We got to meet me and the rest of the crew got to bet. Go out there and score. We're not trying to win this game. I'll wait till we goddamn play. uh, We'll go play goddamn Detroit. Everyone everyone benched. Ben, you got to win this game by your goddamn self. I, cause I gotta see, I gotta let him tap into it so he can see it for himself. Sometimes right. you gotta just see what you can do to really believe. Cause there's no way that you're going to the game. Think, think about this shit. You're playing 38 minutes and you took six shots. Yeah, yeah. That means you are purposely not even looking to score. Mm-mm. You just out there as you, you like the, you like the motherfucking, uh, the plan in the club, huh? You just in the club, huh? You just, You're just there. Atmosphere. You you know different than that thing back there. You just sit, you just out there, man. Yeah. Now, especially he the point guard, and I'm playing that many minutes. Oh, I'm getting me 12 to 14 a night. Facts. Shots. I hate, I hate shots. Guaranteed shots. Guaranteed. Hey, I'm it like you said, the club, it's the club. Shot, 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 <laughs> shot, shot. Because I'm getting the ball. I'm getting the monkey. <laughs> And who's going to tell you no when you when you're so gifted? Like, I'm pretty sure Embiid, James Harden, no, not James Harden, but uh, Kyrie, yeah, um, KD. I know those guys were so pissed off at him. Yeah, of course, because I get to watch you every day in practice, homeboy. Yes, I get to see your ability in real time, and then you come out here and give me this bull. That's the yep. most frustrating thing. Yeah. When you know what your your teammates is capable of, and then they come into the lights, and, and you've seen it, you've seen it, you've seen it. Yeah, we've all. I mean, I've had teammates catch a ball. I mean, high point the ball in practice, catch the ball in a crowd. I'm talking about one hand. They can do it all. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you put them in the game, ball hit them in the face mask. I mean, ball hit him right between the and like I mean, the ball that hit him and on the ground. By the time they bring their hands together, <laughs> we've all seen guys like that. Like, bro, what happened to that guy that was in practice on Wednesdays and Thursday and Friday? How do you go from that you don't drop anything to you can't catch anything because he's com- comfortable with us, not the opponent. Oh. They're comfortable with us, not the opponent. The opponent is the person that they know and not knowing scares the shit out of some people. We, we see that a lot in camp. Guys making plays against people that you know. And that's what you, if you, a lot of times you hear football players say, man, I just want to go out there against somebody that I don't know that doesn't have on my uniform. Mm-hmm. I just want to hit somebody because you want to see what these young kids can do against somebody that they don't know. Yes. The, somebody that, that's not going to put that thump on them and that's not going to put them on the ground. That guy's trying to make the roster just like you are. Yep. So I want to see. I want to see. 
The Suns beat the Rockets 129-113. KD has a monster night. He had 27 points, 16 assists, 10 rebounds. KD denied a report that he's frustrated with the Suns. Woj says somebody else feels that I'm frustrated, and it turned to me being mentally checked out. This is crazy. These people can flat out lie on my name, make it up, and you people will believe it. But when my teammates and coaches speak on how I am as a, how I am as a teammate, you ignore it. LOL. <laughs> so we'll that, get to that. We, we'll get we'll get to KD comments in a second. Let's talk about the game. Okay. What, what did you like? What did you like about what you saw tonight from the Suns? And what's been what happened tonight that's been different than the other nights? See, with the Suns, they have a great starting five. Um, Right. I mean, listen, we not we can't give you no praise. You playing Houston, right? I mean, Houston, right. you know, proven. But um, you know, with we know who's coming to play. Kevin Durant, Booker, right? Right. Everything on a nightly basis. Like, you know, that's that is the core of that team. Um, it's it's trying to find that six, seven, eighth guy who can give you consistent play. Um and, and 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 that's that's the key with a lot of these teams. They haven't really dialed in that their roster. They don't know what they're looking for or what they want, and it's it's, it's bringing a lot of confusion in your in with team chemistry in the first place. But the starting five themselves, oh, they balling. The starting five for for Suns, they they got their stuff intact, right? They're having about they're having about ninety five points as a starting unit. Okay, that is impressive, right? You but, know, but you when you're talking about what 116 points, that means you only need about 20 off the bench. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I'm looking at tonight. KD had to play 41 minutes. Eric Gordon played 39 minutes. Book played 36 minutes against Houston. Yeah, yeah. Who else they got on that goddamn team? <laughs> they done traded them all for people. <laughs> Who else they got? You gonna put Bobo in? You gonna put uh, Wakasambi? Whatever. You gonna put him? You don't Watanabe? <laughs> Come on. Bobo did get, a minute, get two minutes. Watanabe got two minutes. That's all he should get, goddammit, two minutes. But they, they don't have anyone on the bench, so he you have to play 41 minutes. Yeah, their starters played a boatload of minutes tonight. The only starter that didn't play major minutes is, is Nurkic, and he he played 14 minutes. But everybody else, uh, Gorn was at 39, KD was at 41, uh, Grayson Allen was at 33, and Book was at 36. Uh, let's, uh, the, 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 the Rockets, a young, young team. I think they're still the youngest team. I mean, they're really, really young. Um, what I, I like... Uh, Udoka, I think that's the way to say. It. I was saying Udoka is Udoka. Udoka. I made Udoka. Okay, I uh, what 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 is what I I love uh, uh, Sungoon. Yeah, Sungoon has been Sungoon is But what 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 are the Rockets? What do the Rockets need? How do the Rockets? <sighs> they're, they're so they're so they have a whole bunch of pieces, right? It's like it's right. like it's like having a whole bunch of clothes but no outfit. Right, right. To figure out how to put it together, mm-hmm. and you know, with uh, signing Dylan Brooks and signing Van Vliet, you kind of got some experience with them. Mm-hmm. But your your focal point, where your your future is going to be, Jalen Green, uh, Sun Goon, and Jabari Smith. He he ain't giving me enough. 
Right. right. Now. Oh, no, 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 no. I agree. I agree. I agree. And I don't, I don't know if, you know, I don't know if Sangoon is taken away from him, but the way Sangoon passes it, he should be eaten. He should yeah. be eaten, you know, in that, in that position. And it, it should open up the court. But, you know, right now, I, I think they're trying to figure out what guys to keep, what guys they can pageant who to play. Like some of these teams, you know, playing 11 man, 10 man deep. Some of y'all don't got teams like that. Right. Y'all don't got them type of rosters to be subbing in the 10th man. Right. Y'all should get your ass whooped putting in number 10. Yeah. I mean, you look at this. I mean, they got guys that played Jake Londale for the Rockets played 12 minutes. I'm, uh, Amen Thompson played 17. Whitmore played, played 18. Holiday played 24. Uh, Eason played 25. I mean, they got to, and plus that—that's not even the starters. Those are the those are the guys that that came off the bench. The bench. Yep. I mean, nobody played more than 30, 29 minutes. That was Van Fleet and uh, Sangoon. And and this is the problem with teams like this. When you got a young team, like, well, where's the days where, like, Allen Iverson, right? He averaged forty-one minutes for his career. You guys have all the technology now. You got all the medicine. And you're telling me you're playing less? They are. Right? Where's, where's my guys where I can, I, like, Jalen Green, all my young guys, y'all need to play 42, 43 minutes. You need to get these that's, games. Gil, that's the problem. They got too much technology. They got too much minutes, min, uh, 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 minutes and medicine. Yeah. Because if you look at it, baseball used to have four-man rotations mm -hmm. and three-man rotations. Now you got five-man rotations, and you got setup men, and you got closers. You see, we know too much. Yeah. And that's the problem. Well, it's taxed. Well, hell, it didn't, it didn't tax the other guys. It didn't tax uh, uh, Steve Carton's elbow. Yeah. Gibson, Denny McClain. Mm -hmm. Guys used to throw. I mean, the likelihood of, we, of us ever seeing, I mean, what's the likelihood of us consistently seeing 300 strikeouts or guys pitching? 300 innings or 250. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not, it's not, go, guys go five, six innings. That's it. Turn it over, turn it over to the middle, uh, the, the middle, the bullpen. We got middle relief. You got set up. You got somebody to close it out. I and so I, I think that's what basketball, I mean, hell, we'll play, we'll play 48 and a half minutes for an entire season. Now, mind you, there's only 48 minutes in the game. <laughs> so, so he played. I mean, think about what, look at Wilt numbers. Look, and guys played, like you said, major, major minutes, 40 mm -hmm. minutes. I mean, Jordan, I mean, there were a couple of years. I mean, early in LeBron's career, LeBron played four, had a, had a season he played 41, 42 yeah, minutes. I know. That yeah. was common. Yeah. I don't think we, the, guy's not, the guy's not playing like that anymore. You, you know what I think it is? And it would make sense from a financial standpoint or as an owner, right? Where yes. I have someone like a Jalen Green. Right. Instead of him playing 43, 44 minutes, I play him 32, 33. Right. Instead of having him for 10 years, I got him for 16 years of greatness now. So I think with the time restriction, I think it's, it's making their careers a little bit longer. So I have the asset longer. And I, I think that's what it seems like is going on, that they're taking away the minutes to stretch the career out. Okay. okay. You know, but that's that something it, yeah. that, you know, we have to, we have to sit there and ask, man, why isn't he playing 40 minutes and saving 10 minutes a game 
adds to your years. Right. Right. You know, but I'm, I'm a selfish coach. <laughs> I, I need to play. <laughs> I need to win. I'm trying to win. Yeah. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's address what KD denied report that he's frustrated. Woj says somebody else feels that I'm frustrated and it turned into me being mentally checked out. That it crazy. These people can flat out lie on my name and make it up and you people will believe it. But when my teammates and coaches speak on how I am as a teammate, you ignore it. LOL. Gil, Mm -hmm. KD, look at your history. People were reporting that you were unhappy in OKC. Mm-hmm. You denied that. You book it out of town. Mm-hmm. People say there were some grumblings about you were feeling some type of way that you weren't being looked at and thought of like Clay, Stephen, uh, and Draymond. You booked it and later came out you was never going to be accepted. Mm-hmm. There was reports that KD might ask for a trade and he was unhappy in Brooklyn in the direction. Mm-hmm. You, and here you are in Phoenix. So God forbid us 
from believing what they say when everything that has ever been said about you for the most part has turned out to be true. I think the only issue he probably has an issue with is saying he checked out. Right? Yeah. That, like if I'm if I'm him and I'm reading that, what do you mean checked out? I'm averaging 30 a night. I'm giving them my all. I'm coming right. to work day in and day, day out. Right? Katie is a student of the game. Okay. Meaning he don't have he don't have life outside of basketball. All he does, as y'all can see, you tweet something, he's on it. Right? So <laughs> you tweet right. If I D him at right now, within three minutes, he's gonna look at it. Right? So he's in tune with everything that's going on. He's watching games. He's probably watching this show. Right? Is that a good or a bad thing? Good thing. The, the best players, they, they, they're in tune with everything that's going on. And sometimes that in tune is what frustrates you because the rest of your teammates is not in tune with you. So expressing frustration versus being frustrated is two different things. Okay. Right? I, can be, I can be mad at the moment in time, but these are my guys. Right. Right. Like I'm I'm upset that they're not getting it done. They're not working hard. They're not getting back on D, all of that. Like when Book said, oh, you're going to turn the ball over and not get back on D. Right. I'm frustrated now, but I'm not frustrated with who the person is. OK. Right. And sometimes, you know, this guy might play hard, but I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated at his work ethic, but he performs well. You got you got two different type of elements that that goes on on a team. So I don't think he's frustrated to the point where. Um, he wants to trade. He's probably frustrated with the circumstances where him and Book that, that he requested. Yeah, yeah, you requested, but the thing about it is, you're worse than you were last year, and that's the frustrating part. But let me ask you a question: What are they going to trade? They traded all the assets to get him. Yeah. So what are they going? What are they going to? What are they going? The old saying is, "What you want me to get stuff with? Ass and mouth." Yeah. <laughs> so, so what 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 are we gonna do to get him, Gil? We gave up everything. We gave up our entire future to get Kevin Durant. So what are we gonna trade? Books or uh, don't Chevys? What 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 are we gonna give up? I think the more of the frustration, like if I'm if I'm him, the, the, what I'm gonna be frustrated is just where we are as a team, right? Right. We we were this close last year. This close. Right. Um, and we made a trade for Beal. The pieces we made for Beal were pieces that helped. Well, if Beal's not in, those pieces that help are not here. So technically we're worse than we were last year. So okay. I think at this point in time, he's like, man, it's December. It's about to be January. Beal, we need Beal to come back so we can just prove how good we are. And sometimes when you're undermanned and you're going out there and everyone's judging you, like, yeah, the Suns, they, they look weak this year. And you're like, man, we don't have all our pieces to be great right now. And that's 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 a frustrating frustrating part where, you know, that that big key is Beal, who's going to be averaging 20 when he gets healthy. Right. But, you, you know, sometimes the mistake that people can make is that, okay, he averaged, he wants average 30. Uh, KD, no, can give us 30. Um, he's led the league in scoring four times, and we know what book is. Well, we just put all this together. Just because you put a whole bunch of nice stuff. Look, I like ice cream. I like gravy and chicken. I just don't like it all together. <laughs> and just because you got three guys that can average 30, that doesn't mean it's going to work. Mm -hmm. Somebody has to be willing to sacrifice. Now, look, I understand that that, that book is playing his unnatural position. He's not a point. He's mm -hmm. a two. 
but he has to play because they had to give up Chris Paul. Yeah. And I understand that Bradley Beal has been hurt. Uh, Kevin Durant is 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 whatever you need. He doesn't really need the ball. He can get his own. He can play with his back to the basket. He got the heads he pull up. He got the three-point shot. You file him, and he's going to the free throw line. He's going to knock 90% of those down. But at, at some point in time, Gil, you got to play some defense. And the question is, when they get to the playoffs, and if they get down by, let's say, five points, can they get stops when they absolutely have to have one? And, and that's gonna be that's gonna be the question when we get there, right? Is we don't need to play defense the whole game. Just if we're in that time and we need to make that guaranteed stop, can we do it? Are we capable of doing it? And that's gonna be something that when the playoffs come, they're gonna have to prove. Um, those three guys are perfect for each other because they can all do the same thing. Which means if I'm a catch and shoot guy and you're a dribble penetration guy, you can post up. You can. We don't affect each other's realm because we all play in different realms. Um, all three can play ISO. All three can flare, back door, post up, right? So you got three guys that can move around versus if you had someone like Shaq, right? Mm-hmm. And Tim Duncan on the same court. That's right. conflict. They both want the right block. Right. They're, they're going to both fight for that le- the right block and none of them are dominant on the left side. Right. Right. Now you got a confliction and that's what happens with teams. So with this, with these three, it's a it's a great puzzle. Right. They just got to You just got to put them all on the court together and be healthy for 20, 20 something games. But did they factor in over the last several years of Bill's health? Did anybody factor that in? Mm. <laughs> you, you, he's been hurt. Gil, he's been hurt. Yeah, well, listen, he's I, a substantial time. Most medical staffs are cocky. They think, well, well, well y'all are, y'all not us. You know, we, yes. can, we can get him healthy. Exactly. You know, and it, 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 it's that weird thing. I don't know if you went through it, but I did. Um, when you get injured, you do all this training to get back. Two games later, back injury. You start getting these random knickknacks for no reason. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's where Bill is. And I say that's where he got to cheat. He got to he got to cleanse, cleanse his house. I don't know why he got to cleanse his house because he just got there. But you got to cleanse something, goddammit. There's some, there's something in your life that's 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 a negative hold onto your chi and you got to cleanse it. You got to sit there with it and just start removing people. I don't give a fuck if it's the dog, unk. get rid of the dog. If you think the dog is like, you got to really like reset, right? Because you know, these knickknacks, it just keeps lingering, lingering, lingering. He comes back. Oh, he hurt his shoulder. Come back, hurt his toe. Like it, it there's a reason this happens. You, 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 you're off a line. Yeah. But you know, when you start limping into the season and you get nicked during the season, it's hard to get healthy yep. because you come, and, and that's what I tell guys, God, how am I supposed, normally when, when an average person is injured, they say, take time off. Yeah. <laughs> when you're a professional athlete, you don't get no time off. Nah. They try, they trying to rehab to get you back on the field. Yeah. As a normal uh, a civilian, you're trying to rehab to go back to your normal life. Mm-hmm. But when you're a professional athlete, you're playing against the top in the world. Yeah. It ain't no average. It ain't no normal life. No. The, the worst thing an athlete has against him is his ego. When we're injured, we don't come back to prove we're healthy. We come back to prove we're injured. 
right? Oh, you know, I hope they see me limping and giving it my all. You know, I can go out there and play 50%. I can go out there and play 80% while I'm sitting there getting booed, right? Oh, he's washed. He's this. And I'm trying to, I'm coming back to prove to you that this was serious versus just getting healthy. And Mm -hmm. that is our our issue, right? We're watching the game. I don't care if it's a month, two weeks. We watch the game pass us by. We watch, you know, if I'm a point guard, I watch this guy score 30. This guy, he's he's ranked in front of me. Now I'm speeding up my process because I want to get I want to get my spot back. So right. I'm limping out here, knees swollen. I don't supposed to be playing. They said 10 to 12 weeks. I'm back six to eight weeks. Yeah, I'm fine. Knowing damn well I can't be out here playing. Right. Fine ain't good enough. No. Because you got to be at the level you you were before you got injured. That's what makes you great. Yep. I mean, I don't care. Look, a race car with a flat tire ain't good. I don't care how many horsepower it got because it's not going to perform like it did if it had four perfectly fine air inflated tires. Yep. So if you come back and you're nicked in the slightest, you, you, you become very average. Right. And average gets eaten. Eaten. In professional sports. Yes, sir. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. Uncultured Jay asked one simple question, Uncle Gil. When or if will KD ever be content? I think it's happy asking for too much at this. I, I think happy is asking too much at this point. I look up and I'm expecting this man every seven, eight months to act for a trade. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I look, I understand, you know, I don't think I can win a championship in OKC. He went to the perfect situation caught a lot of criticism. And I don't think people were upset. I think people were more upset that you joined that team, mm-hmm. the team that knocked you out when you had them down 3-1. And you say, well, that okay, you go there. You win two championships, your final MVP. You probably would have won a third had your Achilles not gone out. Mm-hmm. And then you move on. You want to go to Brooklyn, you, you recruit Kyrie or Kyrie recruited you, and you end up in Brooklyn. And you're not happy there. And for whatever reason, you wanted to move on. And I'm like, bro, I mean, what? I mean, what What is, if I were to ask you, because you played this sport and you kind of know him somewhat, you kind of been, maybe you've been around him. What's he looking for? He's looking to play basketball. That, it seems, it seems simple, right? Where, when you're talking about a guy who, I mean, let me see. How many scoring titles? KD got four. Yeah, right. And and when people ask why he left, right? When you're talking about four and Scott, uh, four scoring titles, you had probably about what ten All NBAs. You had an MVP. You had All Star MVPs, right? Um, Eight time All Star, two golds. When you're a free agent, the only thing that you don't have on your resume was a chip in the Finals MVP. Right. You get those two out of the way. In his mind or just in my mind, what am I proving here? The only thing I'm proving now is. Get more. Right. Do I need more rings like like am I the greatest small forward ever? Am I the second greatest small forward ever? Like, am I one of the top five ever? Like, right. I train. I work out, I train, I, I go to sleep basketball, right? I'm out there, you know, putting my heart into it. As I think as players, we can sleep great at night knowing that we give it our all and whatever comes with it comes with it. But I don't really think he's looking for something. I just think he wants to play high level basketball. Most, most 
Most players do. The great ones, right? If they're in position to win ch chips, they're going to go for it. Other than that, they just want to go out there and play hard and everybody with them going out there and playing hard. Gil, you know, going to Golden State hurt him more than it helped him. I understand he got the chips, but unless he gets one without Steph Curry, you already know how this story is going to be written. You know that. And unfortunately, I think KD knows that. Fair or unfair, mm -hmm. right or wrong, but it is what it is. Okay, but when we when we think of it like that, right, it's not like he can go to a team and he is by himself and try to win a championship. Right, no, but he recruited Kyrie. He yes. had James Harden. Yeah, so no matter where he goes in this league today, there has to be a team up. So when he do win, they're going to say, well, you got Bill over there. You got Bill nah, over Nah, I think the thing is with Steph, I mean, you join a two-time, you join a unanimous MVP. And Steph Curry was already, at that point in time, the greatest shooter we had ever seen. Mm -hmm. And so that system, and I, I get it. Okay, I just want to get y'all off my back. Let me go ahead and get these titles. I get these titles, I'll calm it down. No, people was looking at you like, bro, there were 29 other teams that you could have joined. 28, because you had left OKC. There's 28 other teams. And you mean to tell me you go join the team that had just won 73 games and just lost in a game seven in the NBA Finals? That was the only team you can find. Okay. Mm -hmm. he, he's like, look, I'm a free agent. I'm a free agent. And as a free agent, I can go wherever I want to go. Fine. For whatever reason, be it he had grown bored of winning. I mean, you say you just want to play high-level basketball. Can you play any higher level than the Golden State Warriors and go and be in three NBA finals? You win two, probably would have won a third had he not gotten injured. So where are you going to go and play higher level than that? So who are you going to go play with other than LeBron or at that time LeBron and, and LeBron and KD and Steph were thought of as the best players in the NBA with Harden falling up under that. So now who are you going to go play with? Joel Embiid? Nikola Jokic, Giannis, mm -hmm. where, where can he go now? I don't know where he can go. I don't know how he outruns because he had four years. The first year, we're going to disregard that. He was rehabbing. Mm -hmm. But he had three years, and mm -hmm. he didn't come close. But, but it's not because of him, right? You know, the, the stuff that went down in Brooklyn, he was there. He did his thing, right? You know, he, But you we know, give him credit, but we give him credit for with the Golden State. But that's what I'm saying. So we, we can't say if he loses, it's not because of him. But when Golden State won the title, it was because of him. But it was because of him. Why? But then why can't he win on his own? Why can't he win other than Golden State? Then? That's, that's, I, think that's the, I think that's the question, Gil. People want to know. If, he, if it was him in Golden State, mm -hmm. why can't he do replicate? What, why can't he take what he learned and take it somewhere else? Because he was... He, 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 he was a single player coming to a team atmosphere. He was plug and play. Now he has to build a team around him where he can just adjust to one person to adjust. Now, when he tried to create a team, everyone has to adjust to everything. Um, we can talk about how Kevin Durant going to Golden State was a bad thing. It was the best thing that the league has ever seen, and they do not want to acknowledge it. Since Magic and Bird what was the best duo going against each other in the championship? LeBron versus KD? Yeah. 
but LeBron versus KD, not LeBron versus KD, Steph, Draymond, and Clay. The best, the best small forwards in the game. And I don't know why this wasn't looked at like two titans. The best player in the world versus the second best player in the world, right? One called himself, I'm the best scorer in the world versus the best player. You had two titans playing against each other. And we spent our time talking about, <laughs> we spent our time talking about KD leaving, not realizing what we was witnessing. We oh, was, I ain't got no problem with him leaving. No, but what I'm saying, <laughs> we was witnessing that Kevin Durant and like, when we all talk about Kobe, the one thing that we didn't get to see is Kobe and LeBron in the championship together. Correct. We got to see Kevin Durant and LeBron go face to face. Right? We got the magic and bird. But we're never going to acknowledge this because we was upset that he took the easy, the easy way out. Right. And I, but I think the thing is, when we look at magic and bird, magic had Kareem, mm-hmm. bird had Mikhail. He had Worthy. He had Parrish. They had Byron Scott. They had DJ. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, so it was like, okay, you got four Hall of Famers. We got four Hall of Famers. Yeah. Okay, you got a, a, a coach that's that's going to the Hall. We got one that's going to the Hall. So I think everybody looked at it as, as an even matchup. Yep. I don't think anybody thought that the way that Cleveland, even though it was Kyrie and LeBron, was going to be able to beat Golden State Hell with no. Steph, Clay. KD and Draymond, that wasn't gonna happen. No, I thought, and I, thought, I think that I think that's what that's what the uh, you know when KD and 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 LeBron locked horns in Miami and OKC, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, yeah, you know, okay, Serge Ibaka and, and, and uh, uh, Chris Bosh, we got Russ, D Wade, and mm-hmm. now KD and LeBron, and they had to guard each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they I'll- had to guard each. But that was a great matchup. But, you know, it was young. It was young versus a veteran. And then, but when that Golden State Cleveland Cavaliers series got, because, you know, it was, it was going to be between those two. Um, I wish after they won it, after Cleveland won it and Golden State got Kevin Durant, I thought Cleveland should have made a move. It don't matter. You should have known you was going to be outgunned. Who are you going to give up? You, first of all, who want to come to Cleveland? That was the problem why LeBron got up out of there. Oh, no, no, that's facts. But I mean, <laughs> at this point, look, like, J.R. Smith was my what? He was my Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, Clay is averaging 21. Yes. J.R. Smith averaging 13. Yeah, that's, for that's sure. That, like, you know right. what I mean? So right. you know, it was really, it was really outmatched. So from there, they should have been in tune with the game and said, okay, we might need to upgrade a little bit more. We're not good enough to try to go back to back. Right. Uh, first name, last name said Gil Gil was a great addition. Shannon, do you remember when you said Katie and Kyrie would potentially play together when they were seen at the All-Star game talking? Katie lashed out saying it was some BS. They joined, <laughs> they joined up. <laughs> I just say it. I remember I said, look, and I tried, and I, I played him a compliment. Mm-hmm. I said, KD joining Golden State was like Johnny Gill joining New Edition. Mm-hmm. Johnny Gill could outsing them all. Mm-hmm. We know the outstanding career Bobby Brown had. Yep. We know what Ralph Transvat did. We knew what Bell, Bill, DeVoe ended up doing once they broke up. But none of them singularly could outsing Johnny Gill. Mm-hmm. And the reason why Johnny Gill wasn't accepted. He didn't grow up in Boston and Roxbury. Yeah, facts. KD was mm-hmm. never going to be, and I'm not saying they didn't like him, but K, uh, but Steph, Clay, 
Draymond came there. They was birthed. They grew up there. Although KD was KD, it wasn't going to be accepted. He called me, oh, this. You don't know what you're talking about. Wow, that's an ignorant thing to say. Lady, he get on the podcast like I was never going to be accepted like KD and stuff because they... Bro, I said... <laughs> I, I, I said that. But, you know, we delusional sometimes. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on. Just like in our relationship, bro. Hey, our boys are the first one to tell us, hey, your, your girl cheating on you. Oh, no, nah, she never died. Nah, nah, she ain't like that. She ain't like that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Go to find out she just like that. Yes. And that's and that's the, that's the same thing. Like, we don't want to believe, right, that it is this. And we have to find out the hard way. He had to find out on that court when he's asking for the ball. He had to sit there and go back back and forth with Draymond Green, and Draymond Green had to let him know, we was here before you. We don't need you. That that hurt. It did. Oh, uh, it did. we want to finish that season. Uh, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how I can come to work knowing that you really believe that deep down inside. Why well, am I? Of course. Three people will tell you the truth, Gil. Drunks, kids, and angry people. Yeah. They're going to tell you the truth. Now, see, they'll blame it on I just said thing out of anger. Yeah. Well, I was drunk. I didn't know what I was thinking, talking about. Yeah. And kids, you know, they say kids say the darndest thing. Yeah. You know, so I got a way to brush off either one of those. Uh-huh. But here's the thing. And I'm going to say something now, and tell me what you think. If you notice Draymond Green's behavior is always when he thinks someone is about to replace him as a member of the big three. When KD came, uh-huh. it's about to be KD, Steph, and Clay. He says what he says. Uh-huh. Jordan Poole. All of a sudden, it's about to be Jordan Poole, Stephen Clay. He does what he does. Now, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how he how they handle Kaminga. Because does that ruffle Dre? Because Draymond, like, I, I'm a member of the big three. Mm-hmm. And nothing's going to upset that. Because that's just, look, I could be totally wrong. But there's something to be said for Draymond and the way Draymond has behaved with KD, with Jordan Poole. Now, I don't know if anything, I have not heard anything about Kaminga, but I did hear what Kaminga said because hard to kind of play my game because I got to make sure the OGs get the ball. Yeah. So how do I do what I need to do to show what I can do and still, you know, show deference to the OGs? So yeah. that's going to be very interesting moving forward. So tell me what you think. You know, you know, there might be a little territorial you know, thing going on with Draymond. Um, <laughs> right. And, you know, the one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to be forgotten. Right. And, you know, sometimes right. I think, you know, it seems like the more his game is dwindling down, the more he's acting out. Um, yes. He knows his time is coming and he's going to be put on that bench. And that's when all the people who don't like him are going to be able to laugh. Right. I think he's ready for that laughter. The the four rings, the four rings yeah. don't help that ego at that moment in time. They don't they don't win with it. They don't win. I don't believe they win any of those titles without no. Draymond. No. But but being benched, them four rings oh. don't they, yeah. they don't mean nothing anymore. I can't see them on your finger when you're on the bench. Yeah, and you I don't tell me about it, but you can put them on that at, at, at the conference when you at the de- at the podium. But right at that point in time, and now you give everybody because everybody, oh, Draymond is the king of the triple single, and they're saying all these things. I think he's a phenomenal player. I do. I, I mean, I think his physicality. Do I think he goes over the line? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do I think he's done some things that he didn't need to do? Absolutely. But 
The problem is, is that they didn't check it before. I can't wait till my dog is two years old before I correct him about potting in the house. And then all of a sudden he potted in the house again. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, you didn't correct him when he was a puppy. Mm -hmm. You let Draymond get out of control. And so now when you don't win, you accepted it when you were winning. Uh You... You accepted Draymond's behavior when you was winning. And I'm a firm believer, as Mike Shanahan told me in 1995, you never accept anything in a win, you wouldn't in a loss. Yeah. So if Draymond's behavior is unacceptable when you're losing, mm-hmm. it should have been ex- unacceptable when you're winning. Because when they say winning masks a lot, it does. It masks the undercurrent of what was going on in Golden State that was just the, the, in the moment things don't go the way that they think it should, uh-huh. Draymond, Draymond pops his head up out the water. Oh yeah, that that's 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 a thing. Um, it's going to be real interesting um, because he was the vocal point. He was the heartbeat. And when they decide to say, "All right, Kaminga, this is your spot," is the heartbeat going to stop beating? And I, I think this is one of those things where. For the betterment of the team, he's going to have to pull a Russ, and he's going to have to look around and say, "All right, I did all I can do. It's time for me to take a back seat and give all my energy to Kaminga, and then I can come in back." He's going to have to pull a UD, right? As right. long as he, as long as he wants his name called at the beginning of the game, Draymond Green, the team dies. Because he don't have it like he used to. He's not as fast, strong, right? He's he still got the, the, the smart. The IQ level is very, very, very high, right? But he's going to have to sacrifice and realize it, the big three is, is, is falling off. Yeah. And you're going to have I mean, he ain't really no big two because no. Clay is not the same. Clay can get in Spurs, but Clay ended up going to the bench in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They'd have never been. I mean, if and, 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 and look, as we start to age, and Clay had two devastating injuries for professional mm-hmm. athlete. He had an Achilles and an ACL. Yeah. And he had them in his 30s. Yeah. And com- commend him for coming back and playing at the level. But he's not the same Steph. No, no, I mean, excuse me, the same Clay. Draymond is starting to get older. He's not the same. He doesn't move the same. But the behavior, see, Draymond needs to understand they'll tolerate you until they can replace you. Yeah. And they, see, they tolerated this behavior because they couldn't replace you. Now, at some point in time, even though you were the heartbeat and you mean so much to this team, seven points, five rebounds, and two or three or four assists ain't gonna cut it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how, I don't know how um, I don't know how. You just, it's a, it's, I feel bad for um, Steve Kerr because you don't want to bench him because Kaminga hasn't taken this spot. Correct. But with Kaminga on the floor, he's just a different breed of a guy, right? He gives you something that you guys didn't have. Right. Right. A guy who has bounce at, at the little school, at the yin right he, he got his own one-on-one move he can create his own shot he's very aggressive still which is surprising i mean you've been there for a couple of years you would think he would have lost his his aggression but he still right. his aggression he has the confidence that he can't be stopped right you need that to play out right. that is going to be a tough decision for steve kerr to say draymond you're starting i wouldn't 
I wouldn't. Wow. Right, I'm be like, yo, Dre, you're going to have to come off of the bench. I want to see what he's been playing very well since you've been on the bench. You know, let's let's let, give me a couple more games. I, you know what, Gil? The problem with Golden State is that a lot of these problems that <laughs> Andrew Wiggins isn't playing well at the same time, Clay Thompson isn't playing well at the same time, Draymond Green is suspended. Yeah. So you kind of got you kind of got like a little mini hurricane, a little mini earthquake and a little mini tornado. Yeah. All together. And in one spot. And and the problem is, and this is why being the third option feels amazing. Because nobody's paying attention to you. No, no one, no one is talking about Wiggins playing horrible. And he been and, he been and, good and terrible. Yeah, and, and and it's it's weird. Like when you're that third option, when you don't have no pressure on you, you get to go out there and be trash without any pushback. Right. No one's going to write about you. No one cares. Right. So the fact that Draymond is being blamed for what's going on in Golden State, it kind of let us know how important he was then to the winning. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And people that don't believe that it was important to women winning is the fact that you don't really like Draymond and you don't really understand the importance of what he brought to that ball club. Sometimes you just can't measure everything by points, rebounds and assists. Because he does a lot of the dirty work. Everybody can't be the bank president. Somebody yeah. got to be the security guard. Uh-huh. Somebody got to be the cashier. Mm-hmm. Somebody okay. got to be the custodian. Somebody got to clean top that flight. place up at night. Yeah, he's top <laughs> flight security, all right. <laughs> Arvin Ham calls out Cam Reddish and Jared Vanderbilt. Can't be confused with can't can't be confused with the ball. Ham said, "I was just I'm 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 just not I'm not I just think not allowing it to be stacked to stagnate us." If they're trying to play off, Cam got to step up shooting with confidence or uh, eat up space on the drive. Collapse the defense once he touches the paint. Drive, find the open man. Same thing for Vandal. Ball hits him, and he just can't hold it. Be confused. He called them out, not himself. You put them sorry motherfuckers in the game. Nobody told you to sub a dude who averages 1.5 and put him as a starter. Right, that's that's your like when you're gonna take responsibility for the lineups you're putting out. Like you have the the Lakers starting five, the way it was, they were only averaging 82 points as a starting five, which is low. Yes. Right? You sub well, considered LeBron and AD averaging 50. 50. Yeah. <laughs> so the rest of your team that like the rest of your starters is only putting up there. That is a low starting five. 82 points is low. Now you sub in Van and take out Russ, which pushes you down to 68 points a game. Just to show you how bad that is, the worst team in the NBA, the Detroit Pistons, they're averaging 69. <laughs> they're averaging 73 points as a starting five. So the Detroit Pistons starting five is better than the Lakers starting five right now. And point production. What what defense are you looking for? Who who? Ain't nobody. You need to be in order for 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 them to justify the defensive. Like, oh, they're supposed to be defensive guys. They need to be Dennis Johnson. They need to be Alvin Robertson. They need to be they need to be Dennis Rodman or somebody somebody on the ball like that. But you can't. You cannot give me one point. Let's just say Vando gives us two, three. 
And and Cam Reddish gives us eight. Come on, bro. That's not enough. 11 points and we got guy and you're playing 25 to 30 minutes. Three and eight points is not enough. It, it's just it, not. It, you, you got three. Got like AD is a defensive player. LeBron is a defensive player, but he's 39. I got enough defense to put all offense. Right. right. I, have, I have guys who can block shots to put enough offense out there. Right. right. This is crazy because their losses. They scored 94 points, one-on-one, 94, 109, 108, 110, 111, 115. You're not, you can't score, right? You're not moving fast enough with the unit you have. You know what this reminds me? What he did right here reminds me of the 2000, it was the two, is it the 2020, the 2000, the the 2020 Clippers team. Mm-hmm. Where they use this is the deepest team. They got the deepest bench. Yeah, you got the deepest bench because your starting five was sorry as shit. Right, right. starting five you had what? Because you break yeah, because you break you bring in Sweet Lou and Trez, and they close they play they playing more minutes as, as reserves than your starter. Yeah, you you Other got 40, Kawhi and PG. You got forty points coming off the bench with two players. Of course, your bench is deep. So your bench was number one in the NBA in scoring. Your starting five was twenty fifth. You're averaging sixty nine points because you got Zubak, Pat Bev, and Mo, who's averaging seven, eight, and five. You're not deep. You got four players, five. You got four players. That's it. You're just trying to trick the two of them come off the bench. Yeah, they're, 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 you're trying to take two starters, put them off the bench. But, oh, yeah, we got this this deep team because, you know, in the NBA, it's hard to blow a team out in the first five, six minutes, right? So, right. you know, at the six-minute mark, you can sub in your two so, guys and then get the rolling and let these guys get a little bit of minutes, right? Oh, you, you you did good, boys. Now go sit down and let the real players get in. I hate, I hate, I hate lineups like that. Right, you're trying. You're just trying to trick like your team is good, but knowing damn well if a team got old nine and old in the first one minute of the game, uh, get y'all asses out, Trent, <laughs> get y'all asses in, right? And that ha- <laughs> that happened a couple times. But you have to have a balanced team, and the fact that you have Rui Austin and Russell coming off the bench, like, oh yeah, we got you know forty some points coming off the bench. Yeah, you got forty some coming off the bench, but your starting five is only scoring sixty points. Right, you got LeBron James and and AD scoring fifty, and you got the other three guys they're putting in ten. Like, stop, stop these dumbass lineups. Yeah, because and and here's the thing, and you tell me these guys, but they still can't stop dribble penetration. Guys are still getting past Vando, they're still getting past Cam, and they're kicking the ball to the corner for wide open threes. So if if you're supposed to be a defensive guy, if you're not gonna get here's the thing, if if I'm not an offensive guy, and this is where I approach it. Uh, Gil, when I play football, I've got to be more of an asset in the passing game than I am a liability in the run game. Yes. So in other words, if you are a liable, you've got to be a tremendous asset in the defensive end if you're a liability on the offensive end if you're a basketball player. Uh-huh. And right now, you're a liability on both. So it's basically you becoming unplayable because I don't know how you play. Guy's going to give me two points and then he's letting guys get past him and I got to slide AD, and the guy's passing the ball, and the guy's laying it up, or some a help got to come, and he's kicking it to the corner. Bro, what are you doing? I never, I never understood that, and 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 it's weird because I would love to ask a defensive coach why they put these lineups in. I'm an offensive player. 
hybrid offense, right? The worst player that I wanted to see was someone like me that I had to guard. You're right. He gonna make I did you not want gonna... to face me. Patrick Beverly's? Whoa! Oh, it's, it's trouble for you, homeboy, because you're only, you're here to play defense, not offense, so I'm resting half the time. I'm right. giving you my all. That means it's like boxing, right? I get to punch you, but you got your hands tied. I get to punch on you while your hands tie. The fact that you, you're going to take three, four shots a game, why am I paying attention to you? That is the easiest night for me because there's no way you're going to stop me from taking 20, 30 shots. But I don't have to give you no effort on the, the defense. The I, get defense to say, I get to say, and the worst player I wanted to play was someone scoring like me because he's embarrassing me now. Right. Right, so if I'm playing against the Lakers and I'm... Trey Young, hell yeah, I want to play against Cam all day. You ain't embarrassing me. You ain't, you ain't doing nothing. You just get to play defense all day. And I don't, I don't understand why they put these lineups out there because you're, you're helping the offensive team because right. you're, you're handicapping yourself. You're playing three on five on offense or two on five on offense. Right. And you're not good enough. The rules aren't made. My offense of book is a hundred times better than any rules you can put in. And that's the difference in today's game. Back then, it was 60-40 defense to offense, right? You know, you dribbled a certain way. You only had a certain amount of moves. Now the moves today, I can, I can hold it a little bit. I can do either. My crit, so now it's basically 90 to 10. Wow. There's no rule they can put in that hand checking all that dumb when people talk. Ain't no hand checking that no. can stop these moves today and no. in progress. That is that is that is trash. All yeah. of it. It was trash when it was in. And you got so I mean, guys can shoot the ball better and guys can handle the ball better. Mm -hmm. You got two or three guys on every team that can make you look stupid handling the ball. Everybody got that. Everybody got that pool. Yeah, everybody got the hands. Okay, I'm going the and one. Yeah, I mean, how many guys we see that? Everybody doing that. I mean, guys like who the who the hell for you? Where you come yeah. with that move from? Yeah. So the likelihood of you bringing somebody, oh, he's a defensive stopper. Oh, he go, man, them guys are too good. They too skilled. Too skilled. It's it's you you. If I want to hunt a lion, I need a lion. A gazelle ain't going, he ain't going, he, he's yeah. lunch me. He go, yeah, exactly. He's lunch me. It's weird, right? Um, D'Lo said he wanted to be Derek White. We all laughed. Please be Derek White. God damn it, I beg you to be Derek White now. Because Derek White didn't want to just be a liability. I'm just a defensive player. Right. That's See, there the you difference go. between Boston now, right? You got... You know, you got the unicorn over there, which ha added extra offense, right? Yes. You would have you would have thought that Derek White would be more of a defensive player because he don't need to score. He upped his scoring up. Yes, yes. And that's what the that's what the Lakers need. D'Lo, I need you to up your production, not right. digress. Right. Right. These if you guys put need to up and up, not because if you put pressure on the opposing team. I mean, maybe it takes some of that zap out of them, and they're not able to give you that work. No, no. Listen, when you when you trying to score, my 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 one thing that I always 
went into games with. When I had to play against um, AI, when I had to play against Steve Francis, when I had to play against um, Mulberry, I'm a, I'm coming at you first. I'm going to come at you so hard that it makes you not want to play offense thinking that if you don't shoot, I don't shoot. NBA players really think that's the thing. But if I don't shoot against him, he won't shoot against me. Okay, that's and, your fault. And and what I did when we started off the games that I was playing against the, the, the high-level guards, the Steve Nashes, I'm trying to give them buckets early to set the tone. I can't right. let Steve Nash come and pick me to death. If you look at my games with Steve Nash, I made him a score. Like when you when you look at our matchups against Steve Nash, he wasn't having 15 and 17 assists, 30, 40. Like you're going to have to match me point for point if you want to keep up. You're not going to be able to try to sit there and get your guys, I'm scoring too fast, makes mm-hmm. you want to score too. Yeah. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, I got to take some of that zap. Like my grandma used to say, okay, y'all stay out all night. You go into church in the morning. Oh, yes. Nah, you're not finna, you not finna lag back there and say, hey, oh, uh-uh, I'm going to give you a bucket. You're going to uh-huh. get this. Yeah. You got to make them work. And uh, that's not happening. So it's going to be very interesting to see what his starting lineup look like tomorrow. The Laker players are reportedly frustrated with Darvin Ham's decision about starting lineup and their role. Frustration with players' roles and fluctuating minutes. Uncertainty regarding their roles and inconsistency in playing time. The communication gap between player between coach and staff and players appears to be widening, with players expressing co- confusion over the mixed messages they receive. Reports say criticism has been directed at Ham's lineup choices and rotation, particularly perceived inconsistency in handling struggling struggling players. Some players like Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, Rui Hachimura reportedly face shorter leashes than when encountered difficulties, while other players, Torian Prince, Cam Reddish, enjoy longer leashes despite struggles on the court. We saw that. They had no problem putting Austin Reeves on the bench. Remember he's struggling to start the season? Yeah. Well, we talked to Austin and, you know, we felt it would be best for him to come out the bench. Okay. What about them other guys? Yeah. But, but Ham was a defensive player, I, I think. Right? I don't yeah. know. Who's on. He was on the bench when I was playing. He didn't get in the game, but most likely he was a defensive player, one of those guys that hustled. And that's his mindset. Yeah. Right? You got a little bit of in you and you're looking for it on the court. Like these guys play the right way. Well, it's not the right way if they're not winning. Right? Of course, Austin Reeves, Rui, and D'Angelo will be mad. They're your offense. So yes. if they miss two or three shots, you put them on the bench. These guys don't even take three shots and they're playing. Right. So now you got now what ends up happening is you start you start looking at the guys as enemies instead of teammates. Yeah. Okay. Right. You start putting the vision inside the locker room because they're getting minutes that they haven't earned. Right. He he took three shots. He he did this and he plays 30 minutes. Now, what does that do to someone like D'Angelo? Right. Oh, if I don't do nothing, if I don't shoot, if I don't make no mistakes, I play longer. Right, because that's what he's doing with this guy. Right. right. The fact that at this point in the season, you're still having fluctuation problems, letting you know you don't know what's going on right now. You're still trying to find stuff. And instead of building on that 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 championship midseason, in season, midseason, whatever the season, beginning of the season, right? right. You're supposed to be building competent. That was supposed to boom, 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 and take right. off. Right? right. You have Rui. Rui and D'Angelo should be starting or Reeves and Cam and Cam and Prince both shouldn't be starting. No, nor Vando. No, hell no. No, those three, two of those three should not be starting. I didn't, I didn't even, I I didn't even look at him as a starter. That, 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 that looks like a friend hookup. (laughs) You lost a bet. He looked like you lost a bit, like, all right, I'll, you know, <laughs> like, I'll, yeah. put him, I'll put him in, right? Right. He's not, a, he, he shouldn't even be playing minutes right now. They weren't worn, they weren't earned, right? You can't just say, all right, we're going to go from averaging one and put him in. And I'm sitting there, I'm also like, wait a minute, man. I'm averaging 15 points a game. 15. And you ain't even Solid. thinking about me. Yeah, you ain't thinking about me as a starter. What's wrong with you? Right. That happens, huh? Like, you're yeah. getting minutes. Think about it. You're getting minutes that you didn't deserve, and you think I'm cool with it? No. Because I'm watching. There's not one time that Jerry Vanderbilt has shot a shot outside, and it doesn't shoot many, that I actually thought it was going in. B, I'm watching on television, or I'm actually sitting at the game. Not one time does he shoot a shot, and I'm like, oh, man, that's good. 
So what? What is Hell, it? Even when he laid the ball, even when when he like driving the ball, he go flip it up left handed. I like that nah, ain't going in. So what is this man doing on defense? Looking at LeBron, looking at Anthony Davis. I got the night off. <laughs> nah, <laughs> no. Your job, your job isn't the funnel. Yeah. Your job is to d up because you give us nothing offensively. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you've got whatever it is. You've got to be a bigger asset than a liability. Mm-hmm. So he has to be a bigger asset on the defensive end because we know he's a liability on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. But if he gives us nothing on either, now all of a sudden he's no good. If you wasn't playing him at the beginning of the season, there was a reason. Don't play his ass now because you you feel you need to change shit up. No, you need to get everybody thinking the right way. You need to get everybody in tune with what their game is. You think right. D'Angelo is coming off the bench to, to this guy and you think he's happy? Yeah, about that's that? the thing, yeah. Like, yeah. Cam, I, like, you putting Cam on the bench, what's that going to do? He going to give you five. We're going to give you five coming off the bench? Cool. <laughs> like, I'm not losing nothing there, right? right. But that is something that, 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 that bleeds a locker room where you're looking at somebody in front of you that ain't him. Right, so you ain't cheering for him, right? You put a guy in that can't shoot the ball. He's, and I'm sitting here. We sit here like, all right, we, you know, we gonna play team ball, like, right? You you start, you start Rui or Austin. You start Russell or Austin. Trust me, their production is gonna get better because you, you that, that they should have a, a six. You show confidence in them. The fact that you don't, there, there shouldn't be. You, you shouldn't be at this place right now. Like you, you shouldn't be right here right now. This is this is horrible. Unless, unless um, they putting Vandy in because they need to trade him. Show him he's healthy. That that's the thing. That's the thing, right? Okay. The 15 coming up. With it and showed him. He healthy. All right. Yeah, he heard that. Hey, look at him. Look about that. Look, ooh, look at him hey, going down, y'all. He he like he liked that car we got. You know we want to get, we want to sell it. So I'm right. gonna drive it, let everybody see it's operational. Yep. Then I'm gonna go put it right back on the show. Hey, stick the for sale sign in it tomorrow. That, and that's what this play looks like. It looks like they want to they show that. Because there's no way as a coach you're going to take a guy who's averaging 1.5 and insert him in the starting lineup and he don't even get no minutes. All right. the play is I want to show him off so I can package him. Yeah. And, because, you know, Vando was hurt at the start of the season. I think he had a foot injury or he had some kind of injury yeah. to start the season. But for whatever reason, man, hey, they got to get more production. They need more. They need more than five points, three points, two points from him. Torian Prince is like hit or miss, but okay, he does. I mean, look, more times than not, I feel comfortable with him shooting the three ball. But like I said, we don't need all three of them. Man, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I come from. I come from a time where I did shoot half our threes. Right, we shot 14 threes a game. I shot seven of those. There's no way in the game where I'm playing on a court where he gets to take 13 threes. Who tore your prints? Hell no. You'd have been subbed <laughs> yeah. out. Oh, now get this motherfucker out of here, coach. Ain't no way I would get, hey, hey, what, what's dude doing? If this is not your job, if you're not sitting in there, like, Ray, think about Ray, Ray Allen didn't shoot these many threes. No. Right, you're not Steph or Clay. Right, KD don't even shoot these type of threes. Yeah. So for you to shoot these type of threes, you better be sitting in the practice facility or the gym shooting thousands of shots. 
And if they get mad that I said they shouldn't be shooting, I will bet any type of money, if we shoot 100 threes right now, I will blow them out. You are, you are a shoot guy that currently, you're talking about those three guys that shooting on the Lakers right now, you get them. Man, I, I wouldn't even come on them. I'll shoot one hand against them. The Lakers, oh, they, they, they want I, one hand. You're going to have to be, you're going to have to be a real shooter for me to eat, put both my hands on the ball. I, I take 300 shots a day. Still. I take 300 shots. I'll wake up 435 and I go out there and take my shots. It's just in me. So I can't look, I can't see a player and, and I'm sitting here like, what do you do? When you're in practice, what do you do? Are you working on your shot? How are you not marksman? You don't, you got one job. One. One job. That means if practice starts at 11, hey, you, Cam, you, Prince, get in the gym at 8 o'clock. You shoot nothing but threes from these spots from 8 to 11. Then we have 10 uh, practice. Then after, take one more hour of shooting more threes. And then I need you to come back later on tonight and shoot more threes. That should be your wow. job. You should be a, a marksman. When I pass it to you, I should be, everybody should be turning around. We all turn around, put our hands up because we know that's in. But what, what are you doing? Going, you just come in here practicing, get 50, 50 some shots up and think you good, think you golden? Nah, man. Like there was a year where I took 100,000 shots in the summer. Because the, the, the calculation was, shit, I'm only shooting about 30-some percent. For me to go up another percent, I got to shoot about 100,000 shots. To move up 1%, I had to shoot 100,000 shots. That's how the calculation went. So when you look at the Steph Currys and stuff like that, man, they shooting. I watched Steph, I watched Steph take 400 shots in 22 minutes. Moving. And um, that was the warm-up. Wow, the warm-up. That was just to show the, 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 the crowd. This is what I do. Ended that and then worked out for two hours. So he took about 1,500 shots that day. Wow. The mere fact that you know Steph has to be, because Steph has to like, it's different for him because he's perpetual motion. Mm -hmm. So there's very few chances, there are very few times that he's getting a wide open three. Yeah. He's coming off a pick, he's back cutting, and he's flaring, and, but he's still constantly moving. Mm -hmm. I don't, man, look here. It's something when you get tired now. Fatigue will make cowards of us all. Oh, yeah, so for, for him to be able to shoot that shot after, you know, playing 25, 30 minutes, okay, to start the game, we get it, Gil. Mm -hmm. But he moving like that throughout the entirety of the game and in the fourth quarter. He's in impeccable shape, right? That, 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 that shape separates him. Like when we talk about the greatest shooter, right? If we told everyone to shoot 100 shots, right? 100 threes, right? It could be close. From yes, a, I believe Nash, that. A Ray Allen, a Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller, yeah. Right? He's, we can say he's the best shooter. He's the best shooter because he was the best conditioned. So, his first quarter looked like his fourth quarter. While the mm -hmm. rest of those shooters were tiring out, yes. he's at a 
you know, stamina level. So right. he was consistent throughout. So he looked like he was the better shooter because he's in shape the whole right. game versus, right. I, you know, I'm 30 minutes and I'm sitting here like, oh, can we get some water? And he's, that's the key yeah. to all of it. Being in shape. You be in the best shape of your life. Like when I say life, I mean like you running the three, four miles when you done play the game just to get the extra cardio in. You have to do a lot of stuff to be great. Right. Grizzlies are 4-0 with Ja. The Grizzlies went 6-19 without Ja because he started the season serving that 25-game suspension. They're now 4-0 with the Western Conference Player of the Week on the court after pulling off a come-from-behind win over the New Orleans on Tuesday. The Memphis Grizzlies trailed by 14 in the fourth quarter and chipped away at the lead until the final seconds of the game. Um, ja did this celebration. Um, pistol, I guess it's a New Orleans dance called Pistols and Bazooka. Uh, huh? They're separate? Yeah. Okay. What I'm being told now, they're saying it's two separate things. They say it's the New Orleans dance, uh -huh. and it's not the celebration pistols and bazooka and bazooka. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just saying that what I was told. I was saying, you know, it's the New Orleans dance. Yeah. And it's not pistols and bazooka. No, nah, yeah, it's a New Orleans dance that just happened to have pistols and bazooka. And bazooka. <laughs> Hey, uh, like it, it makes you, it may, it, like, I know, like, he's going to irritate the older group, but it kind of got to, like, as a, as someone who thrives on being petty, right? He can't help himself, right? Right. Right. I'll be honest, like, right now, without the celebration, I call him Ja Wick because that's what he reminds me of. <laughs> like they killed his dog. <laughs> right. Yeah, he he going through he going through teams like they killed this man dog. Right? right. And it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal what he's doing. It shows you how great he is. Um and he's so in he's young, right? And I know we're gonna we, nobody wanna hear excuses of he's young, but he is a kid. He's in a culture where it's the dance culture, right? Like, right. if you look at Westbrook and the dances he was doing during those OKC, he's no different. Just the music he listens to got those type of reactions to it. And when he's doing his dunks and he's feeling great, that's when he's showing it. Like, this is not coming from an angry place. Like, I, we're, we're looking at what he's doing. It's not coming from an angry place. Everything he's done is coming when he's actually happy. Right, it's, it's this. It's a weird one because it's right. it's the culture when they're dancing and they're doing this. Right. It's coming from a happy spot, not an angry spot. And I don't think no one's separating the two. They just see, oh, pistols and he threw the bazooka at us. Right, right, and 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 that's that's going to be the problem, right? And yeah. I don't think we optics, huh? You know, it's optics. Yeah, it's you know, in this situation with him, he got suspended for gun. It was a two. He was a you know they he got you know had it one time and. He went in with the commissioner and he told the commissioner he'd never put himself in that position again. And then a couple of months later, he was in that again. I think it's just the optics of it. Mm -hmm. uh, but like you said, I mean, I guess the only dancers that he know how to do have guns, have them things on him. So <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> hey, no, I, I'm, I'm laughing because as soon as you see it, I was like, oh, shit, there you go again. He just can't. It's, you know, you dunk on you. But I'm just, I'm just glad that 
Like, I'd rather see him still having his mental intact yeah. versus seeing some watered-down version, right? And as the organization of the Grizzlies, I know, I know deep down inside they happy as hell. One, you got one of the future stars of the NBA. You have an impact player. You have a player that you can sell to your audience. You got them at a discounted rate, right? Those 25 games was perfect for you to get him for $40 million cheaper. Right? You save $40 million with those antics. So in your mind, you don't care. Because you got, a, a, you, it's like getting Iverson. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like getting Iverson. It's like getting the Bentley for 20% off. Right. You're not going to complain. <laughs> You're not going to complain. And, 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 that's, and that's what it is with Ja. And, you know, um, he's, at a, he's at this, this point, though. He's at this point on where it's a God mode thinking. My team was so trash without me, right? You're trash without me. Y'all some losers without me. I come back, we 4-0. I done hit two game winners. I'm that man. If he don't, if he don't settle, if he don't really look at himself, his ego can be bigger than it was before. Of course. And and the 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 issue is gonna be now that he's entering that God zone thought process where he needs to protect himself more. Because now you're four and oh, you go five and oh, you 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 what's the name of the month? You you make the all-star game. Oh, they go, oh, we 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 gotta come get you. Oh, hey, send some girls this way. We we need him to do something. <laughs> <laughs> send the, like you know, and, and this is where now he needs because he has this chance where they open the door for you to come back in without any penalty, penalty, right? right. We penalize you, but we got you a clean slate where you can come back and and, and get your crown back. And I right. think he needs to really think about where he's at and what he can accomplish. He can get more than he lost. If, yeah. he, if, he, if he plays this right, because the team is horrible without him. And if he can right. get this team to the playoffs, he can make that all-star team. He's the dude. The Gift of Gab asks, what do you think about Memphis going after Andre Drummond or Vucevic from Chicago or one of these bigs from the Pistons, Bones Island from the Clippers? What do you think? I mean, because obviously they were a different team without with, with Big Adams. Mm-hmm. And him going down, you know, he missed the last half of the season. They thought he was going to be able to come back, but he ended up having to have surgery again, and he's going to miss the entire season. What do you think about going out and getting a Busevich, getting an Andre Drummond? I mean, I mean, you got to trade, right? If you're just trying to replace one guy and you're trying to replace an a, a, a enforcer, a, a hard body down there, then um, you might want to go after Dwight Howard. Right? That, that is the only player that is cheap, right? Um, cheap, willing to to come in for pennies on a dollar, and because he's been out of the, the, the NBA and it looks like he's being left behind, he's going to accept whatever role you you give him. Right. You know he's going to be in shape. Right. You know he's going to play defense. Right. He's gonna he's gonna come to practice. He's going to be a professional. And if you need him to come in there and and check some players, he can do that. Right. And you don't have right. to break up your team. To go out there and get those guys, you right. you can just sign right. as a free agent. When Adams comes back, you can cut him if you want. 
Well, Adams ain't coming back this year, so you have to. You probably can have him on the and and he'll be just what Adams was. I believe he, if you played him, say 25, 27 minutes, I believe he can give you the kind of rebounds that Adams give you. Oh yeah, same kind of defense. Oh, yeah. He'll give you a double double. Yeah, because you know he'll give you a double double. He's gonna get physical. He's gonna get physical down there, right. and that's right. gonna open up a lot of stuff for John Morant because now you have a real enforcer down there where no one is gonna be trying to hit you. Right. right. And, you know, that's the one guy I see without you can without breaking up what I right. have. because right, what I have right now is four. No. <laughs> right. Because I, when I look at it, I think Dwight Howard, even at his age, is still more athletic than uh, than Stephen Adams. Oh, yeah. Facts. 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 So I think that that would be a good move. Jalen Brown like, uh, likes a tweet pushing back at UD. Udonis Haslam comments on Bill Russell. Haslam apparently said F Russell. After the NBA announced the league-wide jersey retirement for the legendary Celtic star, Haslam said, "Tell me when you're gonna see Miami Heat jersey hanging in Boston." Said Haslam, "I have to repent. I had, I had to repent that I love Bill. No disrespect to Bill. I love him. Will you ever see a jersey hanging in the Boston rafters? Why? Though you know what, he got it hanging there. UD, you know, I, I, I like UD, mm-hmm. but I think the thing is what UD is failing to miss or miss what he's missing." is sometimes a player is so good and so great, they transcend the sport mm-hmm. because he's more than just a basketball player. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Jackie Robinson. Yeah. Jackie Robinson, they, re- they retired 42 league-wide because he, he transcended the sport. Mm-hmm. Was he the best player in baseball? No. But what he did should never be forgotten. Yeah. Bill Russell was the same way. What he went through, even in Boston, as he was winning all those titles at that summit, I think it was 67, in which the summit in Cleveland happened, he was there. Bill Russell is a civil rights icon. Mm -hmm. Muhammad Ali, is Muhammad Ali the greatest boxer? No. Mm -hmm. But he transcends the sport. And sometimes when when a person is transcendental, I mean, whatever is bestowed upon him is worthy. Mm-hmm. Bill Russell having his number retired across the league is worthy. Um, Jackie Robinson having his number required re- retired across baseball is worthy. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I, I and I get. I, I think he was just looking at it like, man, he from Boston. But you have to look at the other stuff. Hey, the basketball is a thing. Obviously, he had to be great at basketball. Mm-hmm. But it's the other things is the reason why he's hanging across everywhere. Uh, when it's playoff times and we beating the enemy, <laughs> we don't care about what you transcended. <laughs> We're trying to get out of this series. And I got to tell my team whatever I have to tell them to get over this hump. Right. right. These two teams have been battling for the last three, four years. Right. right? And, True. and no matter what they trying to do, when I see that number at this point in time up there while we're playing this team, I don't, I don't, I don't care what his history is. We're trying to get out of this series. We're trying to get to the championship. And that Boston jersey, that legacy is in our way. Right. Well, how about this here? You do realize the Miami Heat retired Michael Jordan's number. So yeah. why he ain't say FMJ? 
Because they ain't playing Chicago Bulls. <laughs> they ain't playing Chicago Bulls. It's, I mean, Pat Riley retired that thing before number six. No, but what I'm he saying said is... He said ain't nobody should wear 23. Well, I want 23. But they're not playing Chicago Bulls in the playoffs. They play you if, the playoffs. If you looking up at the rafters, worried about what hanging in Boston or what's hanging across your arena, you already beat. But who won? Uh-huh. So it worked. Whatever the speech was, man, <laughs> whatever the speech was, <laughs> who won, Unc? He ain't. Man, they, get, they gagged. But no, but you got to remember that. You got to remember the Miami Heat, they lost that game in they their arena. Mm-hmm. They went, they had to go back to the, I guess they still call it the guard, the TD Banks, or TD, TD Banks. I think it's TD Banks. So they had to end up having to win there. But like, like I said, I, I just think the thing is, is that if you understood, uh, uh, it's kind of like, you know, Cleveland, you understand what Jim Brown, because he was, we know he was a historical figure as far as running the football, but it was what he did uh, in the civil rights movement that gave him the added uh, credence and, 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 and the cachet. So, yeah, I don't think, it, I don't think when, when UD was, when he did that speech, it, none of that really mattered to him, right? He's just no, trying to figure out as a, as a guy to 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 get these guys over the hump to really try to put some type of fire into them, right? Um, I, in in times like that, like there, there were there was times where we being you know we we got like Larry Hughes, right? We playing Larry, and we got speeches that have him. He left yeah. us, boom boom. We got to go in and say like yeah. that's not how we felt. But we we got to show each other that we're willing to do whatever it takes to get through this hump, right? And if Larry's in our way, Larry's in our way. And that's that's really, you know, what that that speech was. We're just hearing about it now. Right. We're like, oh, right. wait a minute. You can't right. say that. Well, right. to get them to do what he needed to do. I mean, Jalen, if y'all should have got over game seven, y'all should have said, F them. Right. I think it's the same thing. I don't know if you heard about this, Gil, but there's a situation where Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, he used a reference about 9-11 and it ended up getting out and he had to apologize. He had to walk it back. And I think this was a situation because like you said, doing a um, a pregame speech or you trying to get somebody motivated, you say a lot of stuff. Yeah. Say a lot of stuff. But, but sometimes like as... As fans or whatever, like you, you can't take everything for what it is. Like this Gil is, is a different time, not Gil. I, I know. Gil is a different time. Gil, the stuff, the stuff that we would say in the locker room and y'all say in the locker room, that ain't gonna fly now. Yeah, no facts. Hey, hey he gonna get canceled. <laughs> you gonna get canceled. You gonna get yeah. canceled. Yeah, and, and, and you understand and, that, and you have to be able to. You have to be able to maneuver. But the thing is, but now everybody's offended about everything. And and that's and I think that's the problem with sports is the, the fact that every group is willing to cancel is the reason why everyone's reluctant to have certain type of groups inside the organization. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if something happens, right, that's natural. How we talk and how we prep each other, and you're canceling me, then it's easier for me not to accept that person here. We won't mm-hmm. just, we won't say we're discriminating, but we are. Right. But that is easier versus you canceling me for saying right. something inappropriate. Uh Zion got a chest tattoo. Um, <laughs> I want to know who's I gonna break you. Uh, I thought that was you busting out there, just gorilla, man. 
man, you know good well I ain't got no stomach like that. I don't know where you got that from. <laughs> I just want to know one thing, Gil. Who gonna tell him it's 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 not centered? I, I listen, listen. I maybe it's supposed to be a little over the heart. Maybe that was the way it was designed. Okay, a little over okay. the heart. Uh, but the, the, the hey, I, I want a hey, Zion man. Come on, man. Right, like like yeah. I, I I get the the concept. Right, you want to put a. What was that gorilla name? Harambe? Uh, yeah. Harambe. You got Harambe, on, you got Harambe on your chest, man. But the, the, the belly is what stopped me, man. I'm like, it, it reminded me of what Stephen A said, man. He was at the free throw line and his belly getting the bouncing. Soon as I seen him with his shirt off, that's all I looked at. Like, oh, Stephen A was right. <laughs> 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 that was <laughs> bad look. I mean, you got the tattoos, Gil? Oh, uh, whole body. I, I I got corporate tats. I coined it. I called it corporate tats. Tats where I like tattoos, but to 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 get my corporate sponsors, not on my not on my neck, not on my sleeves, face. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. So I have tats all in where where the jersey covers everything. Right. Right, so I called it corporate tats. Where I, I like the tattoos, but right? You couldn't see them. They were just. I'm not gonna score corporate. I'm not gonna score. Uh, uh, scare corporations off Facts. from having me a part of their brand. Uh, Flip Saint uh, Felix asked, "No question, guys. Just wanted to say, Shannon and Gil, you guys are killing the game, and watching y'all dominate this media is beyond inspiring. Thank you, thank you. We appreciate the support." Doctor Shark Monk said. Do NBA NFL players avoid getting intimate, having sex before big game like boxers do for weeks or have fresh legs? Hell no. <laughs> I don't know about Gildam. Hell no, I ain't aboard nothing. I mean, we're in the hotel night before a game, so it makes it a little bit more difficult because we have security at the elevators. We have security at the end of the hall. So ain't nobody, I mean, once we have, and we have bed check. So once we have bed check, I mean, they lock it down. But hell no, I'm weeks. Man, you, I ain't no boxer. I, I mean, I understand they go up to Big Bear or they go to, you know, these places and they in training camp for six, eight weeks. And then, mm -mm, hell not, nah, hell to the no. I'm going to try to shake the covers Friday night because I know I'm about to be locked down on Saturday. No, but look, I, I can only speak to me, guy, uh, uh, Shark Monk, that when you ask, I don't know whatever NBA players, I don't know what any NFL players do. Maybe some do, maybe some don't. But no, I didn't. I'm not going no six weeks or once the season starts going without sex. That ain't gonna happen. I mean, Friday. I mean, 24 hours, 48 hours. That's all I got for you. Did we lose communication with Gil? I think we lost Gil. Lost Gil. Lost the signal. Headquarters. You you got us. Man, y'all, y'all stop. That man ain't about to get no tattoo or no cheeseburger. He ain't getting no neck bone on his neck. Come on now. Y'all, y'all do it too much, chat. Y'all wrong for this. The man got a tattoo. Okay. He wanted a tattoo on his body. It's a heart. And I think it got like a it's a, a gorilla, a silverback uh in the in the, in the center of the cross. I'm gonna read it. If Gil joins us back, we're gonna um we'll go back and revisit that question. Dub D asks, Uncle Gill, what y'all think about Rasheed Wallace isn't in NBA 2K 
um, because they only wanted to pay Vince ten thousand to be in the game. He wanted one hundred twenty-five thousand, but they refused to pay it. Two K makes hundreds of million a year. I get it because we're in the same situation, and um, but I think it's nice that uh, I'm a part of the game, and I, I think you look. I think uh, she. I ain't counting that man's pocket, but he feels that the the the, the adequate and the proper compensation would be 125K. I'm not here to tell him he's right or wrong. Me, I wanted to be a part of it. And so, you know, hey, it's not much, but I'm not hurt for money. I'm doing my own thing. Uh, I don't think he's hurt for money either, but that's he wants to stand on that. Hey, guys, you're making hundreds of million dollars. What's 125K? But then when you start paying everybody 125K, I, I, don't, I don't think the game is going to last too long. So for me, um, I understand him standing on it. I also understand uh, 2K said, nah, we good, bro. We'll just, we'll have the Pistons or the Trailblazers and you won't be a part of it. Gil, you back yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, man, she done, she done hacked the system. Uh, Dr. Sharkmonk, he asked, do M- NBA NFL players avoid getting intimate, having sex before big games like boxers do for weeks to have fresh legs? And does that work? I was saying, Gil, nah, bro, I ain't no boxer. I, I'm going to shake the covers Friday because I'm going to be locked down Saturday. So, no, and my legs should be recovered by the time I hit the field on Sunday. So, no, I'm not going a week. I'm not going, I'm not going a month. I'm not doing any of that. O'Shea go shake the covers for dark on Friday. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's ritual. So, I had a teammate who, who uh, got, got some fellatio mm-hmm. before the game. Hit five threes. Well, you got to call up back the next game. So, you know, every game, that's what he had to do. Okay. Every game, he go to the parking lot right before the tip-off. Go to the parking lot, get a little thing done, come on to the game. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Hey, Hey, superstition is a powerful thing, man. Most powerful thing. I, I, I didn't listen. I didn't because I heard the story. Magic Johnson back in the day said he didn't have sex the night before the game. Right. And that's all I grew up knowing. Oh, the night before the game, don't have sex. Magic Johnson said don't have sex the night before the game. Right. So that's what I always did. So there was a certain time, nine, 10 o'clock that I stopped. So I didn't do it on game day. Right. Just because that's what I thought. But I I know it wouldn't affect me. It was just, it was just that's what, you know. So agreed. you ain't do nothing the night before either? Like, you know, to 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Not on game day, oh. no. Oh, but see, see, we had security on the floor. So we couldn't, I mean, I mean, I'm sure some guys were able wait, to wait, sneak what? them in. What do you mean security? What was security for? No women on the floor. No women on the floor. I mean, we couldn't have anybody on the floor. We had room check. We had bed check. Wait, as a grown as a grown man? As a grown man, yeah. Wait, 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 so wait, wait. Y'all had curfew? Yes. Oh no! Oh no! No! Uh, yeah, for sure. No, right. no, nah, nah, we knew uh, you. Damn, uh, <laughs> you need to be an NBA player for about one good year. Uh. <laughs> that, that, that's why I said I had to shake the covers for dark on Friday because oh. I know I was gonna be locked down either on the road or in the hotel. Because even at home, we stayed in the hotel night before the game. What? Yes, you stayed in the hotel night before the game. Oh, we put. Uh, uh, we partying. Uh. That don't oh, no. Uh, we party. Oh, we, no. 
Most, most of us is coming in at six, seven in the morning from the club. Um, yeah, but but see, y'all games that night, so you could yeah. do that. See, we played at one, two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we just gonna sleep all day. Uh, we just gonna sleep right. all day. Uh, nah. Ready for the uh-huh. game. Uh-huh. Nah, because Mike is telling us Friday, and Brian uh, uh, was always telling us after the practice. We're done practice around one o'clock on Friday. All right, go home, get off your feet. If you got, you know. Hey, and when, you know, I did, I got off my feet. You know what I mean, Gil? I was yeah, off my feet. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, hey, uh, man, you was off us, but I was off my feet. Uh, y'all, y'all didn't even get to have fun. We haven't. Uh-uh. Listen, listen. If I... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't hang with no basketball player. We we oh, I'd have been good. I'd have been good. You know, oh, yeah, we run them through the whole hey, uh, uh we run them through the hotel. You got the same girl going through four five rooms. What? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. gotta be different. Oh, 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 yeah. oh. Right, she coming on down. Yo, hey, and she got a friend. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you know that you know with the traveling packs. Oh yeah, I can't handle all these girls. Come on down here. Yeah, I got three folk coming through. No, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't oh. happening in the field. <laughs> security oh. become. But see now, Gil, Gil, with the I wouldn't want no parts of that now. With the way it's set up now, or you gonna get oh it's a simple let me tell you, let me say your simple rule, Gil. No means no, maybe means no, and sometimes yes means no tomorrow. All that, no, 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 leave it alone, Gil. No, leave it alone. Cat- Cash means yes, right? <laughs> <laughs> cash means yes. As soon as they take that cash, oh, they mean yeah, right? So we pay. Hey, uh, we paying. Uh, what you say? Oh yeah, oh, go ahead, have that. Yeah, we got receipts. Oh, let me cash app you this. Uh, cash app sin. I ain't got no app, so I ain't got no cash apps on my phone. But why I ain't got no Uber? I ain't got no. I ain't got nothing. Have you have you noticed though? The NBA players ain't getting called out for that. Yeah. Yeah, man, y'all, y'all, but see, y'all got a different life. See, y'all, see, basketball, like basketball and baseball player, y'all done drove the price up. Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all inflation. Yeah. So y'all done drove the price up the hill. I mean, it used to be, you know, fingering, you get your hair done, you know, you get your nails done, and you know, you pay a little bill here or there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, we messed the price. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, y'all yeah, done drove the price yeah, sky yeah, high. Oh, yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah, sky pe- high, man. Yeah, we flying, we flying private private jet. We're gonna give I, you a hundred thousand just to get your numbers. <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. Oh, see, I need them P, I needed them pre-pandemic prices. See, y'all see see, see the pandemic that happened and everything was scarce. Yeah. I needed to go back to pre-pandemic. Yes. I, 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 I can't I can't get a yo, yo, man. I ain't. The basketball player, I told y'all, the basketball player, the baseball player, they're double level. They they, they, they like we 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 buying the Birkin bag. We gonna put the thirty thousand, forty thousand in there just to talk to you. We we gonna try to spoil you just to get it. Just for the oh, night. over. Oh Lord, have me. y'all see that? Hey, just guy, just, hey, just, NFL just, player. See, that's why we ain't got no chance. That's why we can't compete with them. Yeah, I'm already telling y'all, don't bring your track shoes. Y'all want to keep with the, keep up with the NBA player. <laughs> Bring your checkbook, and, and that and that. When people hear me talk, and they, I say, "Y'all don't understand," I got a different playbook. My playbook, I get to say whatever I want because what they're gonna do, I can just get a new one, right? How I t- like girls, like yeah, don't talk to me like that. I get to, <laughs> and then the people above me get to too. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if they, if that say, "Hey, hey, what time are you gonna be over here?" You said nine. Uh, I, I'm horny right now. I'm gonna call somebody else. I see you later. Huh? I get to do that. 
Oh no, I, 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 I'll be I'll be over right now. Well, whoever whoever get here first, that's who I'm letting in. So what? So what if they show at the same time? Hey, hey, y'all like each other? <laughs> hey, hey, look, hey, 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 uh, the NBA play, look, uh, the NBA play, listen, the NBA player gonna try. <laughs> we say whatever because we we can. I'm scared. <laughs> and that's the problem. Like we really like we 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 rude. Like we 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 compromise because we 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 can go in the DM. And then get to talking. We you talk regular. All right, well, then I'll just holler at your friend. Oh, I'll holler at this person. Hey, I want all four of y'all to come back. We we just sit, we just sitting there just playing mismatch. And that's 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 the problem. But you, and guess what? You ain't gonna catch us in public with them. Um, so that means listen, we we treating girls who who are high sedity. Yeah, to turn them into three old foes. That's for that's hoes backwards. <laughs> yeah, you, you know your 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 superstar women, them them stars. Yeah, yeah, they they come sneak in the hotel two in the morning and go and leave out. Like so a, that's how, so you know I was wondering. I say, man, why everybody got a G wagon? Why they got a Birkin bag and they got on APs on? Y'all ain't got no job. Like, oh, now it makes sense, Gil. I was wondering every time I go on IG and I'm looking, she got a G wagon, she got a Birkin bag, she got an AP. Mm-hmm. She and look, she she date the they date the NBA player for the luxury, they date the NFL player for the love. Y'all gonna show them the attention that they need. Oh Lord, listen, I can I can fly you out from Miami. We go to a Miami club. You you are in town with me, and I took somebody else home. Yeah, I'm just gonna get you a new hotel room. She better. Wow, I yeah. ain't got that guy. I ain't never had that guy. I ain't never been that ballsy. <laughs> well, I ain't never. First of all, I ain't never flew out to. I ain't never went to a party like that. Like y'all be doing it. I guess I'm gonna have to go out there and let my hair down. Let's do it on. Let's call your big player. Put it down. Go on there, try it on. Look, look, go to the next celebrity you see. Go to the next celebrity see. Hey, listen, I want you for tonight. I got about 45, Man, 45 minutes. And what you got for me? You'll be, you'll be surprised. Here's the thing. I, I get it, Gil. Look, at my age, I'm 55. I'm a little bit of celebrity. They're playing the NFL. And I get that at my age, because of who I am, the dating pool is a lot open, a lot more open than say somebody 55 that's not in my position. I mm-hmm. get it. But I ain't no fool now, Gil. Mm-hmm. It ain't all the way open. Like if I now, if I was 25 or 35, I gotta play book. <laughs> you know, yeah, like no, 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 yeah, you're right. You're right. So you know, I'm I had to stay in my lane, Gil. Like, you know, hey, hey, you know that new Florida law, they just about to pass a law. You got to be at least driving at least 65 in the far left lane. <laughs> I'm a, I ain't all the way to the right. I'm in the lane next to the far right lane. And I'm doing like 58. Hey, quick question up. Yeah. Right? So, so since you're 55, is the mm-hmm. problem that 55-year-old women don't look good? <laughs> is it that the 55-year-old women don't look like kept up like you do? Is that is that a problem? The God, the God honest truth. Women my age looking for guys younger. 
Mm-hmm. And me, I ain't no said day. Me too. Mm-hmm. So we both looking for different. We looking uh-huh. over each other, looking for something else. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It is what it is. Damn. Yeah, I'm, I'm at I'm at forty, young. So I'm good. I'm, I'm, <laughs> man, you in the sweet spot. You <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, sweet yeah. spot. <laughs> they say like when you date, when you looking for a girlfriend or a wife, half your age plus plus seven. That's mm-hmm. supposed to be your cutoff. Okay. Half your age plus seven. So you theoretically, so from 27, I guess all the way to 40 is in your wheelhouse. Okay. I ain't telling nobody my age. Uh, I ain't really 55. <laughs> actually, I'm 37. He said, I'm 37. <laughs> nah, Gil, I, but I, 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 I just, I just look. I just can't. I mean, I just say, I just say, I ain't never had that kind of gumption to mm-hmm. be able to, you know. I mean, I will. Hey, you're not into. I could, I could, I could sense early on if somebody wasn't feeling me, and that's cool. I ain't never called nobody out their name because they didn't want to holler at me, or they found my boy more attractive, or he had somebody had more money. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I'm good with it. It ain't the end of the world. I, I think my no chill personality lets me get away with a lot more. <laughs> Because they, they already they expect it. Right? They expect they expect it on. Like if I go out there right now and say, yeah, uh, anybody charging for for uh, you know vagina, I'll have a whole DM full of models and celebrities. Are were you playing when you said that? Hey, big head. <laughs> 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 like sometimes um, I just say this shit just to say it, huh? Right. I, and just they take, just and, say, I don't even leave my goddamn house, huh? I just right. see it just to say it. Just for kicks and giggles, because everybody wants to be a good dude, so I just want to be a bad dude. Just to see, just, hey, someone has to, someone has to, to talk for the slime balls. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Antonio Robinson said, oh, you got to stop letting Stephen A. get away with that Jordan dad passing excuse. Many people uh, lose loved ones, but just didn't quit their job. Brian better. <laughs> I, I, look, I mean, we, Gil, I know you've heard everything that was said that there were other extenuating circumstances was the reason that Jordan left the NBA. I don't know. He mm-hmm. said it was a lot of pressure. I know the man had a very, very close relationship with his dad. Uh, and that's a lot. That's a lot. Given the, 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 the tragedy, the tragic manner in which it happened, happened and the gravity of what happened. So I don't know. You know, they said it was other things where that led. He was suspended. I, I don't know. And so all I know is that the man stepped away for a year and a half and came back, and he wasn't quite the same where in the 45. But when he showed back up in 96 mm-hmm. with that 2-3. That 2-3. <laughs> that 2-3. Th- yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was um like we've heard the stories, right? We, we've heard the whispers. We, we've um, I've talked to refs. You know, um, and you know, there's some things that that went on, but you know, let let it was a mutual step away, right? It was a mm-hmm. mutual step away. Um, you know, right now, you know, as the face of the league, you know, we don't know if we can control all this drama. So you step away, going on, let the world miss you, and then you come back, and then we can just talk about basketball. Right. You know, sometimes, you know, things like that have to happen, especially when, you know, who he was at the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't. You know, the things we we heard. You don't want that 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 type of you know right. cloud over the NBA, especially for who he was. Anybody right. else? Yes, but not not him. Not him. Nikki Wynn uh, underscore eight hundred four said, "Hey there, Gil. Being from Richmond, Virginia, I'm a, I'm a Wizards fan because of you, and they're only what they're the only team in DC I support. So Nikki Wynn underscore eight hundred four. She's a big fan of yours, Gil. Girl, there's only two teams in DC. Right? You got the Wizards and you got Gold uh, Georgetown, and the Wizards about to be going to Virginia. So I hope you got your bus fare or your gas money because that's where you're going." Well, she in Richmond, so our oh, Richmond. Oh, yeah. I, we loved Richmond. Like we used to have training camp in Richmond. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a good that was a good that was a good like like there it was perfect for a training camp. Like right. we went down there, George Mason all the time to, to train. Raiders mom twenty four eighty nine. Please shout out our son Raider. He's seventeen months old. Was born with five holes in his heart. Fourteen mm. months in the hospital, but he's finally home. God is good. Raiders mom twenty four eighty nine. Congratulations. All the best to you, uh, Raider. Hopefully, after 14 months in the hospital, he's 17 months old. Finally, home. Congratulations. Congratulations. And hopefully, he has a long, healthy, prosperous life. God is good. Thank you, uh, Raider's mom, 2489, for sharing that. And JJ his asked, Ra- hey, his name is Raider? His name is Raider. She named oh, so we know what team he ain't. Well, no, We know what team, what, 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 what football fan he's going to be a fan of. No, nothing. Can't beat. <laughs> JJ asks, do you think Pistons losing streak should be a reminder of to other rebuilding teams the risk of getting it wrong? No, the losing streak is is more of they found they found out how to be bad. Yeah, you got to practice this, Bill. Ain't no yeah. way you can practice being good and be this bad. So you got to practice being bad. You got to the, the habits of what you do every day. It's the look like when you're talking about what, what makes a great team great is the little things they do when their shots not falling, when you know there's they're they're making those extra little plays. I took a charge here, dove out of the bounds, hustled back on defense, lost. Right. You make those little extra plays, that's what the winning teams do. The, now the opposite, bad teams, they make all the wrong plays at the right time for their opponent. Taking the wow. bad shot, turning the ball over, right? You know, you had five turnovers for the game. Four of them was in the last minute, right? Mm, yeah. You just find ways to lose. And when you're a bad team, it's more mental than it is the game itself, right? Right. As, as they go on a run and hit two threes, you look at each other, oh, hit, we lost again. Oh, we it's lost the, again. Now this is the first quarter. Everybody hid down, right? And and that's what it is. Like there, there has to be a moment in time where if you think positive, it will happen. You go in and say, hey, right. look, look, we're gonna win this game. No matter how many shots they make, we're gonna cheer, we're gonna stand, we're gonna root. I need the bench. I need you guys stand up the rest of the game. We're gonna cheer. We're gonna do we we need to be our own battery pack. And the day they do that is the day they get out of the slump. But right now they are lunch meat. Wow, that's really tough. Please make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Nightcap. You can find us at the Nightcap feed, the Club Shay Shay feed. We greatly appreciate that. You can also find Gilbert Arenas at his YouTube channel, Gil's Arena, on YouTube. The show airs Monday through Thursday, live at 11.30 a.m. 
Pacific time, 2.30 a.m. Eastern time. That's Gills Arena. Show airs Monday through Thursday, 11.30 a.m. Pacific, 2.30 a.m. Eastern time. That's his show every Monday through Friday. We've also pinned Shea by Laportier. The link is at the top of the chat. Make sure you go out and buy yourself a special bottle for you or that loved one with New Year's, Valentine's, St. Patrick's Day, President's Day. There's always a reason for you to drink something, you know, do something before to something. And a great way to do that is with Shea by Laportier. Gil, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for joining us for another episode. I'm your favorite sports unk, Shannon Sharp. He's your favorite number zero, the greatest Arizona Wildcat player in Wildcat history, Mr. Hibachi himself, Gilbert Arenas. Gil, thanks for joining me tonight, bro. Uh, thank you for having me, like always. All right, bro. Have a good one. All right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Fire the grill and fire up the party. Get the Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. Go from low and slow on smoke boost mode at 180 degrees all the way to high heat sear at 600 degrees. It's got a full grate sear zone so you can put more food on the flame. Food will look as good as it tastes. This grill is hot in 15 minutes and cleanup is easy. You can also add a heavy-duty rotisserie or rust-resistant griddle insert to up your game. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.